The following content is cartoonishly unserious, and one day we'll do something about that fact, but it probably won't be today. Start the show. Definitely wasn't last week. I'll tell you that shit right now. You know, somewhere in the multiverse, I bet we sound like an NPR episode. It's not this one. I would say it's not this one at somewhere. all. That's far off in the multiverse. We got we we had to do a lot of Loki type shit. Hi guys. Just wanted to introduce myself for the day. I am your red bone Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Signing in Walker. NPR. That was, hul- that was hilarious. Please don't touch my hair. If you if you have not watched, if you have not listened to episode two fifty, oh my god! It don't even you don't even have to listen to a lot of it. First ten minutes, first ten minutes, you know exactly what the vibes were. <laughs> oh my Holy god! Holy shit! Um, niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions. While black, your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I'm your boy Oz. Your boy has no name. God damn it. He's a faceless assassin now. God damn it. Can't be trusted. Cannot be trusted. Holy shit. Oh, I've I've already introduced myself. I am Redbone. Of course you have. Tilamithi Chalamet. I'm excited about my new movie coming out. Doom Doom 2 looking hard. Excited to be kissing Zendaya. My best friend. You know, Tom. They're looking a little too close, Tom. Tom is not happy about that. <laughs> no, Tom is not. Talk, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to have a talk. Tom, Tom said, I'm coming back to acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My break. Tom said, my break is done. I'm coming back to acting. Go ahead and eat her contract, too. <laughs> it's looking I, a little too close to the shit that we were saying I, when I did, we started. I did not miss. The fact that it was announced that he was returning to acting as they started doing the press runs yeah, yeah. for Dune 2. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We shit on all that chemistry they're going to have for him. Hang on. Let's make sure all those questions are Spider-Man related when they're talking to her. Oh, you that's your best friend, huh? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. let me tell you something. And, we, and I wouldn't say this about anybody else because, you know, all that jealousy shit don't really do nothing to me. But for him... And how 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 caught up he is? Oh, bro. You know what makes it disrespectful? Is Loves like, that girl's he, dirty he, draws, nigga. It's because Chalamet looks like Holland did when they were doing the press tour for the first Spider-Man movie. Like, he just he just looks like he's walking too much on Sunshine. <laughs> just too, like, and, and you can tell somewhere Tom's scratching the back of his head. Like, yeah, that's how I felt when I was around that girl. <laughs> what you doing, cuz? Hey, cuz. Hey, I'm back. I'm back. Get the suit. Ink her contract. I'm she back. Got, she got a type. She like she like dudes. Um, she like dudes six inches shorter than her, and sensitive. <laughs> she like them little them little waifish niggas. Um, but you know that's cool because like I feel like either one of them, if they were to get aggressive with her and tried to slap her, that she'd laugh. What? 
Where did that escalated so quickly? Not at all. Like, like <laughs> the, the fact that they're ghoulishly small in comparison to her. Like, yeah, I feel man. like that's on purpose. Yeah, like, man. You'll never hurt me. Even if you tried to hurt me. Uh, oh, Zendaya's a top. Bro, she'll pull that character 100%. out from uh, uh, Euphoria. Uh, oh, I, you know. Uh, I, so <laughs> she go, broke that door down. <laughs> so, so I miss Euphoria. And one of the things I miss about Euphoria is the, the level of press they did, that whole cast looked like they were all fucking. They did. Probably were. That whole cast looked like they were all fucking. Like Zendaya, like Zendaya got the strap, regular, would give somebody the strap on the regular. The one that had the OnlyFans, I know she was. Her. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it was so funny at the time, um, Tristan didn't want to watch it. Back when we were back when, back when we were we were hanging out, Tristan didn't want to watch it because it was so visceral to her, and she's so wholesome that shit might as well have been porn. That's how wholesome she is. So now me, my parents took me to see RoboCop when I was like four. So I don't give a fuck. Much different. Um, it is episode 251, man. Here we are. Here we are. How are you guys? Timothy? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty excited about the upcoming movie coming out. Uh, I just really enjoy my time in the sand, in the heat, and to be back in air conditioning. Awesome. We sincerely apologize for last week. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, but for real, I am excited. I already like Fandango came out like, what, like last week or two weeks ago. Talking yeah. about uh, um, tickets. I already got my tickets for the theater for th- the Thursday night showing. Oh no! Okay. Uh, yeah. Serious. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it should look real tough. And then I went to uh, on, there's a plant store over in Edo uh, okay. called uh, Eden. Plant, they mm-hmm. do a thing on Wednesdays called uh, the Jazz in the Jungle. Okay. Mm. Which is a really dope vibe because a lot of the plants they have are like, you know, like some 12 and 15 foot palms, but then they also have like the, is it the Monastora? Monast- and, yeah. and, when, yeah. and when is this? Wednesdays. Hey, y'all. Every Wednesday. Uh, uh, Valentine's Day. Is Wednesday. Is Wednesday. They're doing a show. You have no excuse. You can buy a plant while you're there. Nigga, you have no excuse. And it's coffee and wine and the and whatever the wine they had was like like hints of grapefruit, is what I was told. So. Everything that these young women like, these 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 these, uh, these mid thirties millennial chicks, hey fam, there's no excuse. You have no excuse. That are hit up Montrose, man, because they got a lot of space, a lot of spots on Montrose that do wine tastings on Wednesdays. Yeah. If you can, you can spring for that bottle. There are a couple of spots that give you a, a pizza to go with the wine. Look, this was relatively in that mid tier of affordability. So, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, I ain't got no excuse. Yeah, like I mean, like tickets was twenty five, and yeah, then you talking about coffee and wine. So, I mean, look, man, for all of you guys out there that got somebody, you do do what you need to do, man. Show them, show them why they there. You know, I should I should have talked about this on Patreon, but hey, man, for the rest of us, I want to repeat. I repeat this every year. Y'all's playlists are whack. 
Y'all's playlists are trash. I be watching. I be I be I be observing. Y'all's playlists are trash. Y'all everything about setting a vibe, fam. You gotta set the vibe off the mu- you gotta set the vibe when they get in the car. Yeah. I told y'all he'd be making titty music. That's see, no, 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 that's not now, what I'm saying. Now you understand. That's not what I'm saying. Listen to what he's saying, then go listen to the Spotify playlist for this podcast. Listen to what he's saying. Listen to what he's saying. And then listen to the podcast playlist. <sighs> Shout out go. to the n- new listeners. What the fuck are y'all doing here? They heard about the playlist. <laughs> God damn it. They needed titty music. Opinions while black feature music playlist. Shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners. Shout out to the first times, the last times, the long times. Uh, shout out to everybody on Spotify, Google, iHeart, SoundCloud, uh, just anywhere most places the quality content is disseminated. Shout out to all my niggas on Patreon. Y'all got a hell of a Patreon this week. Um, there is not, <laughs> There are not a lot of people that, at least potting on the level that we're potting, that give you as much content as we're giving you. There's just not. Let me jump in real quick. So I, I, I got two more people to, to like sign up and follow us. As potters, right? Mm-hmm. And the first thing one of them said was like, "Oh, oh, damn! Oh, two hundred episodes. Okay. Oh, each episode is like an hour plus." And then I was like, eh, "You know, we actually recently just threw in a Patreon too." And she was like, "Oh, oh, this is a journey." <laughs> and I yes. dared to go, "No, this is an experience." You ain't lying. There's not a lot of people giving y'all the amount of content. That we give you in terms of, especially if you're a patron, like we be working. I just want to put that out there. Like we, we have a good time because we, because we've known each other for years, but we be working my nigga. Like this is work. Um, I just met these guys while I was doing my press tour. (laughs) You know, I Um, saw him at a press junket and I was asking him why he was so close to Zendaya. Tom, I, it, nah, let me not be messy. Let me not think, be messy with him right here. I don't think Mr. Holland appreciates your proximity. All I'm saying is that nigga really do all them flips and shit. Um, <laughs> he really do. Man, bro, watch your ass. Mess around and get webbed up in the street, buddy. Hand, all them handsprings. And you get Spider-Man right the fuck up. Um, giving flowers this week. Want to give flowers to... Uh, I read where Donnie Simpson is being... Uh, inducted into the Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Okay. If anybody deserves it, it the 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 OG God. You, you know, it was so funny because BT Plus. Now, I I don't I don't subscribe to BT Plus. Um, for you niggas that are all, oh it's, oh well, uh, invest in black content. Now, black BT ain't even black owned, so I don't give a fuck. But. I did see something where they were trying to roll out Donnie Simpson bringing back Video Soul. Look, not in this day and era. I love Donnie. I would love to see Donnie back on the air. He actually looks good for his age. However, I don't think Donnie knows what he's signing up for. The shit that would qualify for Video Soul and Midnight Love now? You can't play that on TV. I mean, you can. I, Donnie Simpson ain't going to be the one to roll it out. Donnie Simpson ain't rolling out no new Summer Walker. Donnie Simpson ain't rolling out SZA. What? No. Not, no. Not without no. some heart medication. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, no. <laughs> we all watched old school. We saw what happened to that old man. Donnie Simpson ain't crazy. He no. He he not ready for he not ready for what qualifies as quiet storm in 2024. He's not. I promise you that. They, we want to keep this. We want to preserve this man. We want to keep this man alive. He not ready to roll out. He not ready to roll out summer and uh, these these young these new young ratchet girls. No, no, nah, bro. You're not. No, that's that's not your lane for him. I think he would adapt with the times. Really? There's adapting with the times, and then there's just... You could see him introducing a video with an Ice Spice feature? Yeah? No. No. (laughs) No. 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 Y'all got the fun. I I don't have a problem with them bringing back Johnny because they're seeing that they're... And all the networks do this eventually. When they see that they're not rolling out the new people or that that there's a, a generational disconnect where they don't understand... The, a certain generation like they think they do so they so they just roll out so they roll out nostalgia type shit all of them do this all of them do this all the reality shows do this they bring even real housewives they bring back Portia and Kenya Moore um even after Portia ran off and became an African princess and Kenya swore a blood oath that she was done with them hoes they're bringing them back because the new girls just ain't Ain't doing it the way they used to do it. All of these networks, all of these entities, they always fall back these days into the the nostalgia. Indiana Jones is a big flashback, dog. Like, <laughs> they all do this. The Expendables, been doing it for a minute, and even that petered out. I'm afraid to watch this fourth one. Bro. I'm never watching that. I've never watched, I've watched one, I've watched one, I watched two against my will. Three, three. I'm never watching any more of that shit. Three was three was passable, but I'm afraid to watch four. When they went, when they when they went and got Fifty Cent, that's when I'm I'm you know I'm not watching that shit. How does he even qualify? I don't even want to get into it. Yeah, it's gonna make me mad. Yeah, well they went and got Fat Fifty Cent. It doesn't matter. I don't care what Fifty Cent they got because Fifty Cent is not an old school fucking action hero. Yeah. Yeah, they be trying, dog. Like he's like, old. Like Megan Fox is in that motherfucker. He's proof that niggas in the hood don't need guns. Yeah, he's a he's a old he's an old hood nigga. He's not an old action star. I, I didn't say anything else. I just said he's old. But for the context of Expendables, like that that don't count. Sure, it does. No, it yeah. doesn't. Because nah, after bro. the first one, nah, man. Everyone it was about expansion. Everybody, everybody, everybody in the Expendables is an old real nigga. The first one. The first uh, up to Old three. real niggas. Up to three and three bombed. Even Chuck Liddell. They, three bombed because they introduced all these young fucks because yeah, they were man. trying to expand what, out. Yeah, wasn't nobody trying to nah. see that shit. They were the expansionables. Four with the- <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Goddamn men's academy. Uh, anyway, um, much love to Donnie Simpson, man. Hit Donnie Simpson with the air horns. Um, let's see, what else I got? Oh. Humans, what you got? What's I, up? I did want to give some flowers. Do it. Congressman Al Green. What did Al Green do? Al Green took a vote that was happening uh, this week. They were going to impeach um, 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 Mayorkas, I think his name was. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Republican House was so confident that they were going to win this impeachment vote that they had already announced the people who were going to be managing the post-impeachment process. Okay. And Al Green had recently had uh, abdominal surgery and was in a hospital. Right. Uh, he saw the press release 
on the TV from his hospital bed post-surgery and got an Uber from the Uh hospital (laughs) in a wheelchair. To go vote? Pulled up to... (laughs) Pulled up to Congress in his hospital gown and tan socks. To get on the vote. To become the deciding vote. <laughs> they called that nigga. I know what happened. I know what happened no, now. He saw it on TV. He that's said what they, that's what they told y'all. Then he gave he gave his response to the press from the hospital because he went back. <laughs> and is- he said, I took this shit personal. The title of this episode is BDE. <laughs> That's a real nigga. That's a real nigga. Then your favorite, Marjorie Taylor Greene, oh, said shit. that the Democrats were hiding <laughs> representatives <laughs> because they weren't counting on him actually being able to vote. Your fault. <laughs> Shout out to Al Green, man. Shout friend, out. Friend, old friend of my father. Shout out to Al Green. Uh, hit, hit Al Green with the air horns. I that's, like it. That's some raw shit. You young people need that's that old, energy that's in November. Some, well, I, no, that's because that's generational. That's some old nigga shit. That's, that's, why I that's some old. Young. That's some old. You can't tell nigga shit level shit. That's yeah. some shit my father would do. I got. That's right. You young people need that energy in November. Now, in the future, uh, Al Green, lay your ass down. Wait, and it was important. I get it, but lay your ass down. But here's the crazy thing: one of the Republicans was so moved. By Al Green, that he switched his vote, and that's what made it go from the final vote was two sixteen to two fourteen. That's some real shit. That's some real shit. That's some real shit. I give. Okay, okay. Now, having said that, again, again, don't make a habit of that. Lay I your want, ass down. I wonder if that white man did a slow clap. <laughs> no, he. No, no, he put. No, you know he put some extra sauce on. He kneeled. No, that nigga kneeled. That's how they do. That's they, what the Democrats did. They probably they, kneeled. They with their kneeled. Sauce. Wakanda forever. Oh yeah, yeah, God they, damn. yeah. Um, going into humans ain't shit. God damn. And I want. I do want to make this. A, I do want to make this a quick one. But um, for humans ain't shit. One of the things I so. If you follow me on my stories, I'm always talking about some of the dumb shit that people say. One of the things that I'm coming to the conclusion of is that some of the concepts we have for some of this self-help bullshit y'all be on, it don't really be the concept in and of itself. It's that it, it, it's it, it's the human nature of it that we tend to overcorrect. Like when we've been through some shit and we change and, and we're changing and we're trying to and we're trying to get get on trying to stay in our square and 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 do the things we're supposed to do and we implement new ideas sometimes we overcorrect and sometimes i really want people to be realistic about some of the shit that you niggas are overcorrecting about example one of the things i hate the most that y'all overcorrect about all the time if they wanted to they would Fam, overcorrecting like a motherfucker, over fucking correcting. Y'all get on, y'all really get on this kind of no new friends, zero tolerance policy about shit that has way, way, way more nuance than that. Everything can't be if they wanted to, they would. You know why? Especially now. 
coming out of the pandemic, nobody is the fucking same after the pandemic. Nobody is the same after the pandemic. And one of the things that I can personally attest to in terms of the pandemic is anxiety has gone up. I can person I can personally tell you not and I'm not even just talking about me. In general, I think I think people's social anxiety and people's social battery and just people's just anxiety in general around a lot of things. Because make it make no mistake. People have been people are people are effectively back outside, but a lot of those mentalities that you had nothing but time to sit with and stew in and internalize and and rationalize for like a year or two are still there. And I hate the notion of if they wanted to, they would, because there's a whole lot of shit in the world where people where it goes beyond want. Anxiety kicks in. People there are so many undiagnosed motherfuckers out here. Most of you niggas over thirty. That are just overly anxious about something. If you're a millennial, I just assume that you're anxious about something. Overly anxious about something. Um, there's a lot of that. I'm that, anxious about the next Halo release. There's another Halo coming? Yep. That or you have ADHD. I, so much und, undiagnosed ADHD. Oh, I was diagnosed very early. I bet. I'll say I, that, that makes complete sense. <laughs> complete sense. What was the what was the oldest uh, Animaniac? Yakko. That's him. That's him. That's him. That was my favorite one, too. That's him, the tall nigga. Yeah. You got it. You got it. That's the tall nigga. Um, there is so much undiagnosed anxiety and things that would limit people socially. And I already had a lot of I already had a lot of social anxiety before the pandemic. In twenty, at least in twenty twenty two, getting me out of the fucking house, what? Impossible. No, nah, wasn't happening. And even at work, I we going we going to get a beer. I'm going home. Low key, I'm still like that. And it's affected me, and it affects me now. And so I know if it affects me, I know it affects you niggas. And this notion, and I, and even before the pandemic, I just don't like the notion of holding people to these weird, unspoken, generalized ultimatums. If they wanted to, they would. Some things, even without all the anxiety that I'm talking about as a result of the pandemic, there's so much that goes beyond want. There are so many fucking things that I want to do so badly. But... The way where I am in my life, you just it's not that I don't want to It's you have sometimes sometimes niggas really be trying to do something different and stand on a square and really live up to the things that they say they want to do and the people that they say they are. And and that's not always going to facilitate entertaining you when you fucking feel like it. It's not. I mean, but and. If you are about to get to this, and sorry for burying the lead a little it's bit. It's cool. But this kind of goes back to what we were talking about on the Patreon today. Uh, again, if you don't know, then you need to get on Patreon. Definitely. Um, but there's the inability 
to see beyond ourselves in tumultuous situations sometimes. Yeah. And unfortunately, for all we know of the world, we still, some of us, know very little about ourselves. And we take that that lack, not even accountability, just, just how do we phrase it? it? It Looking through the lens of those wounds, of mm-hmm. the, that hurt, that baggage, and, mm-hmm. and you wanting to bring someone into a space like this closet of shit just doesn't exist. Right. And that's just not the way it works. Well, it's not even just for you. The other person is doing the same thing trying to keep a clean house, trying to store their baggage in that one closet, trying to make sure that all that clutter stays organized. Yeah. And every time you niggas interact with each other and you forget that the other person is in their own house. That shit comes crashing down. Nigga, you, you, you just make your surroundings just glass, just all the glass, and you're just throwing these big-ass rocks around. The moment you forget that the person across from you that you are so frustrated with is also fighting their own frustration, their own personal battle. And the reason you're not getting a call back, my nigga, might not have anything to do with you or your little Nothing ass to do with you. weird dick. It might be the fact that they are struggling with some weird shit or some health shit or some financial shit or some spiritual shit or some emotional shit. And the only thing they'd appreciate is if you would just chill your awkward, horny ass out and just let them breathe, bro. I say all the time, man, and everything ain't about you. Everything oh, is not about you. But it you. should be if you were the priority. Hey, look, man. I this know. is why I hated Derek Jackson so much because he he was the he was the number one proponent of this kind of of this kind of ultimatum across the board bullshit. Hey, look, man. I know Jeff Bezos got y'all liking the one click system, but feelings are not prime now available. Yes, they are. And yeah. that, and that's part of coming you, out of you pandemic. Can, you can order feelings on Amazon. Hey, I know you can get that mail order bride in the mail, but she not going to like you, fam. I don't like you. Your friends don't like you. Your family don't like you. If you got this mentality, nobody likes you. (laughs) But we're being patient with you. (laughs) And my thing is, like, again, like, I think this is one of many things that we need to consider. We need because I really think that, we haven't internalized and really implemented a lot of the lessons that we learned about each other, about ourselves, just on a human nature level from the pandemic is that like nobody is the same. I'm learning this about some people right now. Nobody's the same. And when you have something that nobody, cause nobody living has ever been through a pandemic before. And yeah, we're like 100 years out. A little more than 100 years. Nobody alive has been through nobody alive before uh, has been through the 20 uh, been through anything like what happened in 2020. No one. I thought centurions had. There might be one or two living people that were like Spanish flu was the 20s, pushing right? 100. Uh, there are a couple of centurions that can get there, but to your point the vast right. majority a, yeah, right. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Correct. And Nobody's going to be the same coming out of that because that was so that hit so hard economically, socially. There are people that are still nervous about touching each other. And and as you should be. Syphilis is on the rise. Personally, like COVID legitimately changed people's physiology for a little bit, buddy. Forever. For real, for real. I don't niggas that like my taste buds are different now. Niggas that never had a migraine a day in their life. Suffering from them. Migra- like, liter- migraines went up. Like, I never thought I would see that day. Yeah. 
just niggas randomly having migraines went up. I I like in before the pandemic compared to after the pandemic, I had never seen a commercial for migraine medication. What? Yeah, I, I used to see them all the time growing up. Never, I'd never seen that. Not on the not on the level we talking about. The Serena Williams is out here selling selling migraine medication. The that Williams was, sisters that was, have a cream, have like a, a muscle cream. That shit goes hard in the paint. Oh, see, they are gonna put know. icy hot out of the business. Now we get to see. Now we getting into so that's that. why that's how old we are. It's okay. Man. Now we getting into that area. Well, I'm just saying. I don't care. Um, There's Advil everywhere in my house. Stretch. I'll say, I do. And same. drink water. I'll say same. Same. No, you, you're not alone. I got a. I, I got some. I got some Advil in the in this motherfucker you know, right now. You know. You know how awkward it is to explain it to eighty year olds when you're doing baby poses in the kitchen. No, no. What I'm saying is like this for everyone listening. Stretch. Oh yeah, and hydrate and drink water. Downward, get all that shit in. Uh, yoga. You can do some of them yoga poses. Downward dog. All that bullshit. Trust that shit you were doing when you were nine. It's gonna come back. There's a winter waiting on it. I love that where they have niggas that were. They had that video and they, uh, talking about why. Talking about why? Why do my knees feel like this? Or why do I have a headache? And then you show, and then you show ten years ago, those niggas just doing the Dougie hard. <laughs> Um, song of the week. I have, if I can find it. Hey, will you look at the forecast real quick, Fluent? And and based off the forecast, I'm gonna hypothesize whether or not this is titty music y'all about to listen to. Shut up! You're <laughs> wrong. You're wrong. You mean for the week? Yeah. Okay. Let's you're look, wrong. Let's look out for the days. Um, we're we're gonna be like you know in the mid fifties to. It's gonna low. rain. It's yeah. gonna rain tonight. The temperature's gonna drop. Uh, they ain't got nothing to do with this song. Chill out. Uh, this is uh, Live It Up by Abelhart. Um, pour yourself something. Get comfortable. We're going to have a good podcast. See, we'll, be back. we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. He's trying to play some, some backyard music. Yeah, when it's all cloudy for yeah, the yeah. It's going to be titty music. He's so I just want to live it up. I just want to live it up.
Uh, that was Live It Up by Abelhart. Um, Alright, so it wasn't titty music. It was not titty music. I, 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 I told you guys, I can admit when I'm wrong. I'm, I'm alright. He'll be back with it next week, though. Relax. <laughs> Relax. Um, let's see. What did I have down? I, I this it, it feels like there's something on here that I didn't write down, but um, there is more uh, now. This weekend mess. There is more turkey leg hut drama. That escalated so quickly. <laughs> It's so quickly. It is turned. Tell to- me, because all I saw was a post that said the turkey leg. I missed the turkey leg hut when the turkey leg hut was still a hut. Okay, so here's the deal. So, um, I'll get to con- for further context in a minute. But you ever said G Willikers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're about to say G Willikers with the golly G in front of it too. So the turkey leg hut has been going through has been going through a lot of shit between now you know the owners no 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 don't no no spoilers no 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 oh okay okay so um they've been going through a lot of shit because the two owners uh the 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 married couple that owns that that owns that shit been going through a nasty divorce. Oh no! Oh yeah, been going through and she oh you missed that um. It was like in the summer, probably. She came out and said that she had that uh, that nigga had been hella abusive. Oh no! And she had to get the fuck away from him. She did a whole thing on like live where she had to get the fuck away from. Uh, she had to get the fuck away from that nigga, and that nigga was abusive and fucking up the money. And he he was never at the he was never at the place. I mean, he was running the food trucks across town, but he was never there because. Um, they were trying to uh, serve him with divorce papers, but he was dodging the process servers. This is according to her was dodging the process servers because he couldn't, he didn't know if it was about the divorce or some other legal shit that he was caught up in and others. Correct. You know, the legal shit doesn't go away by you running, right? Like, but you can avoid being served. That doesn't make it go away. It doesn't make it go away, but you're not legally beholden to appear in court until you've been served. Yeah. It doesn't change the fact that's why that the court niggas, is still there. That's why them niggas be dodging them people like that. They just trying to put it off. And that's this nigga's mentality, and that nigga was very strong and wrong. Anyway, fast forward to now. The turkey leg hut had to lay off maybe over half of their employees, and this is across... The main spot and the food trucks. Oh wow! They had to lay off. The, they had to lay off all those people, and it came out. It had been out for a week or two, but it wasn't getting a lot of traction. I think a couple of people had mentioned something on TikTok, but now it was coming out among the employees that the employees had not been getting paid for like a month or two. How, how do you not? They had not. They they were owed back pay. They they said that they were going to pay them, and they had not paid them as of yet. They had not paid them at all, and not only that. Now some of this now, now now some of this has not been documented in the articles, but the people involved, like the people that now people now that they've been laid off, and they were laid off. It was a nasty email. Let me find that email. That was a nasty fucking email. It was one of them emails. 
Yeah, people say when people say shit, it's like it could have been an email. This was one of them emails. Was like, nigga, this could have been a text. You knew I if you knew I was fired, you could have saved you could have saved yourself the word count, my nigga. And sure enough, um, and I want I actually I want to find this uh, this email because this was a very involved email. This was some wild shit to me. Cause you couldn't have sent me no email like this, and I'm just cool. <laughs> was it like a "don't come in" email? No, man. You like? Where is it? Where is it? Okay. Just a bunch of paragraphs. I'm not gonna read all of this shit. <laughs> I hope this message finds you well amidst these challenging times. It is with a heavy heart that I write to you today, not just as the owner of our beloved establishment but as someone who has deeply valued the dedication and hard work you've brought to our team. Was this written by ChatGPT? It looks like it, to be honest with you. Um, the past months have been... It, actually, there's a way to check that, actually. I'm going I'm to look into that. The past months have been a period of significant reflection and tough decisions for our company. As I mentioned in our meeting, my personal journey has undergone considerable changes, including a divorce that in more ways than one has impacted not just my life, but the operational stability of our business. Which means that this divorce been been a little costlier than I thought because this nigga dragging it because this nigga dragging it out. Um, that's what it, that's what it sounds like to me. Um, this combined with the economic challenges we faced has led to us has led to us has led us to reevaluate our current structure and strategy after much deliberation and in consultation with new management consultants that's when you know some shit about to shake when they bring in the outsourced third party people to start firing people well that's what the consultant does the consultant comes yeah. in looks at your numbers says hmm that's yes, like that uh, you have too many people that's that shit that's that up in the air shit office space yeah uh we've uncovered <laughs> After um, much deliberation and consultation with new management consultants, we've inco- we've uncovered discrepancies and issues that necessitate immediate and substantial changes. It is with a somber understanding of the situation's gravity that we have made the difficult decision to reduce our workforce, and it is with regret that I must inform you that your position is one of those affected by this reduction. Please understand this decision was not made lightly. It reflects the harsh realities we face, not the value or impact of your work. You could have just, you could have stopped from here. It's like three, it's like three more paragraphs. Um, but I have to sound like what I'm saying is intentionally meaningful, not bullshit. Nah, that's what, and then, and then they say later about, well, if, if shit gets better, we'll, we'll bring you back by awesome. summer or fall. Not the always you can come back. Not that okie doke. Not the okie doke. Don't do that to him. And so with all this, it came out that not only had they not been getting paid, but even before when they were getting paid, they were not getting insurance coverage. Like, they're, like, like their insurance coverage um, was not rolling over. It had not, and, and it, they, the, the provider act like it had lapsed, but the lady was still taking it out of their checks. Mm, mm. Like recent or for last year? Like last year. Oh. They hadn't been getting insurance since like September or October, but it was still coming out of their checks. Oh wow, that's some hot shit. That is some, and it was a, and it was a lot. Like there was a lot that. In that people, against the law. Uh, if not close to it, enough to enough to get ocean on your ass. Um, it was a lot going on. As a matter of fact, where is that? Somebody. 
I brought this up, and somebody reached out to me. That's crazy as hell. Somebody reached out to me that's relatively close to the situation. Um, they work for a financial inst- – I'm not even going to put out their name – for a financial institution that works closely with these people. Uh, but I want to give y'all exactly what they said, which is wild to me. Um, where is it? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, the young lady said, oh, did she delete it? If she did, I understand. She's trying to keep a job. Here it is. I may or may not work for a financial institution that carries their business accounts. <laughs> Somebody who works, continue, continue. I may or may not work for a financial institution that carries their business accounts, and I can confidently co-sign that they have issues paying their staff dating back pre-pandemic. The owners are not very business savvy, and most of the profits go into personal accounts that they then distribute into the business, allegedly, instead of the other way around, dot, 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 allegedly. Um, wow. This is lining up with things that the employees have been saying. As a matter of fact, it's become, it's become well documented that that same, that Chase Bank on that, on Almeda, like two blocks down from them will not accept checks from them any longer because the checks have been bouncing. Mm. Fam, Mm. here's my, and, and it gets, and it gets super messy from here because that same day when all this came out on social media, they, they officially fired the husband, Lynn, they made a statement where they had officially fired him uh, from from the company. And here's what's fucked up to me. This is what's crazy. They fired him via email from the third party people. And it was the it, it was the longest, most official shit I had ever seen in my life. This was the shit where we have to make it look good because we're gonna have to repeat this shit in court. Yeah, yeah. How you get fired from the place you started? How you get fired from? How how, how does your ex wife fire you? I mean, pretty easily, I can imagine. But what well, is she his ex wife yet? Thought you said he's been dodging the papers. I mean, it's, it's about to be. I would say that it, it. Either way, it's over. Like that is that is a wrap. I don't know. Holy shit! I feel like up. they can reconcile this with patience, <laughs> love, and, and emotional intelligence. <laughs> you got it fucked up. <laughs> I and I forgot where I, I forgot where I put it because they they posted the email that email as well and the email not only said the same shit. Some of the same shit that this one said, but it also said, um, if you have any questions concerning any pay that you feel like you are owed, you can contact me, the third party person. I will be handling this for the other party. And also, as it, as is policy with us, you are not allowed to come on the, the, the premises grounds at any point. For the safety and security of our of our staff. Oh. 
they because they didn't include that in the in the email to all the staff that they laid off the first time. But they made it very clear, nigga, you can't don't come up here acting a fool. That's wild. That's wild. How you get a restraining order to put on the building you set up? You start. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie to you. Some people were like, "Oh man, why y'all laughing at? And y'all just want to see a y'all just want to see a good black business go down." And no, nah, nigga, this is chickens coming home to roost. Yeah, because because they were they sure they were getting full of themselves. They were getting very full of themselves. And for those of you that don't live here in Houston that don't understand what we're talking about. The Turkey Leg Hut for a long time was the center, was always the center of some bullshit that didn't have nothing to do with Turkey Legs, but had everything to do with them trying to get gentrified and elitist. And they had these crazy dress code rules and you had to pay for parking. Even if you were just coming to pick up your, coming to pick up your to go shit. And some of the Uber delivery people told them to go fuck themselves. And they wouldn't let, if you had a bonnet on, you couldn't pick up your to-go order that you had already paid for. Look, 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 look. I'm sorry. I, I, I so seldomly step on your toes, but look. Go for it. Look. It's not even about that, y'all. All your favorite comics already tell you this all the time. After a certain level of success, there is a certain level of virtue signaling you're supposed to adopt if you want to hold on to said success when you're a black or brown person and people for years, years rain, sleet or heat have been blocks around in a line trying to get wings and turkey legs and waffle cakes and shit. All right. That means that your company is supposed to be on some Frank Lucas shit every now and again. This is true. Out, throwing out free turkeys for Thanksgiving and doing toy drives for Christmas not not whatever the fuck this tacky Mr. and Mrs. Smith boys in the hood mashup shit is that goes on in these, these <laughs> establishments. And, and no, uh, keep going, keep I'm, going, I'm, keep I'm, going. I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm telling you what's not going to happen is uh, I'm not going to be waiting on $38 turkey legs and never. looking over my shoulder for someone who's disgruntled. No. <laughs> no. no. Look, he's not going to be disgruntled around you. He gonna have beef with one turkey lady. Let me make something very, very clear. It, it, I've never been to this establishment. I had a pretty solid plan of never going to this establishment. And I was very comfortable with that. And I'm still comfortable with that. Honestly, I, I, you know, a lot of people, you know, this is going to be one of them things where a lot of people, because people are seeing this is, might be the end of these motherfuckers. And so people are going to go just, there are some people that are going to go just off of, I want to, I just want to experience it before it's gone. FOMO? FOMO, yeah. correct. I, I will say, I went before it got popular and turned into the Club. Sodom Gomorrah <laughs> establishment that it became. <laughs> And one, don't turn into a pillar of salt trying to get you some turkey legs. But two, it was okay. I enjoyed it for what I did maybe like 10 years ago. But once it turned into club turkey leg hut, oh, no, it's all good. Y'all got it. So here's my thing in relation to what I feel like this says to me. I'm not talking, and I don't want y'all to get, 
this isn't me talking about all black businesses. This isn't me talking about all black people. But I do feel like there's a disconnect generationally where for a long time we have taught each other to get how to get out here. We've taught each other work ethic. We've taught each other to get out here and get money. But I feel like just like we just like Martin Luther King always said that true education, the true goal of education is intelligence and character. I feel like the way we teach people to get money at all costs, I feel like there's a lack of ethics with that. I feel like there's a lack of ethics and a lack of sensibility because we talk a lot about community, but I feel like sometimes when it comes to these, especially this, this new class of black business people that, there's a moral vacuum that we have adopted from, to me, in my opinion, that we have adopted from white people that I feel like does not always translate to us trying to unify as a community. I feel like one of the tenets that places that like Tulsa and Black Wall Street was built on was built on a foundation of community and this unspoken code to not stab each other in the back and that eventually getting eventually the the accumulating that wealth and circulating that wealth was ultimately going to be good in the long run for everyone but i feel like there's a there's an internal fear that has been pushed on us by outside forces and when I say outside forces, what I mean is that fear that us unifying us unifying and getting money together means that we can all get our shit burnt down and get fucked up together. And so everybody and so in the instance, in the in the off chance of that happening, it's become a fear of going down with the ship. So you just got it, so you just accumulating yours. So you can get out and get out with yours quickly should the shit fall apart. You know, I am kind of talking about this in, in kind of a more of a metaphorical kind of way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like things like that when we have outside forces like white supremacy, like capitalism, um, that seek to burn down anything we build together, it keeps it, it, it keeps us from truly building together because there's a fear that I'm not going to get mine. And that I'm going to be the one stuck out holding the bag. And that the bag's going to be empty. So I feel like there's been a disconnect generationally the past few generations of that fear that I won't be able to get my part if we all get together. I mean, but that's why every couple episodes I ask you guys if there's been a voice up and coming that you feel would adequately galvanize everyone. Because that, no. that actually is what our predecessors had, is they at least had one or two figures with enough influence and enough skin in the game and were charismatic enough that they could galvanize. And, uh, they, and they had just just enough clout that people trusted enough to organize after they were galvanized. We like both of those things now. And, the, and, that, and I think I agree with you. And I think the reason that we lack some of those tenets is because... 
generationally, some of the ideas that those people that that the people that we got behind in past generations, some of the ideas that they adopted were outlier ideas that were not normally circulated within the community. I always look at Chairman Fred. Chairman Fred definitely adopted socialism. Chairman Fred definitely adopted a community spirit where if one person where you know if one person need a shovel and one person got a shovel, the community got a shovel. And socialism is always in the West is always going to be an inflammatory idea. That's on a national level, on a on a uh, and not just with one culture in particular. That's always going to be something, especially that white folks in that the oligarchy here in America and in the West is always going to want to make you fear. And that's all. And those things that affect everybody are always going to trickle down to us differently. And so this notion of black capitalism, this notion of beating them at their own game becomes more popular. And shit like socialism. I, I've, I've told this story a million times. I was in the barbershop one time. Shout out to my man. Uh, shout out to my man, Marcus, DJ Cosmos. Um, I was in the barbershop one time. And you know barbershop talk. Every now and then get a little political. And my man, Marcus, was like, so what y'all think, man? Y'all, y'all, what y'all think about this election, man? Who, you know, who, who? And, you know, we were looking for the new Democratic guy. Before we all settled for Biden, and it was like, so what y'all I didn't think? Settle for Biden. I I I knew what I was voting for, um, and it was like, so what y'all think, man? Who who do you think gonna be able to do it? And somebody said Bernie Sanders. I was like, I ain't gonna lie to you. I like a lot of what he's saying. Him and him and Warren, and one of these young niggas goes, Oh, come on, man, and. <laughs> I love I love Marcus because he immediately knew he looked he looked at me because he knew I had something to say. And he goes, and I go, well, what's what? How you feel? How you feel about Bernie? What's wrong with him? Come on, man, he a socialist, dog. And I said, well, what's wrong with him being a socialist? And I was like, you know what? Let's go back. I don't want to take you too fast, and I don't know, and I don't want to assume that you know or don't know anything. Let's go back. First of all, what's wrong with being a socialist? And he looked at me for a second. I was like, you know what? That's too much. Let's go back. What is socialism? And he thought about it for a second. I was like, time out. Let's go back a little further. (laughs) Name me two socialist countries. Couldn't say nothing. Now, uh, coincidentally, Amanda had Amanda had walked in. <laughs> I hate Marcus, dog. Amanda came in while this was happening, while I was explaining to him what that what Bernie Sanders was actively was was going for is only consi- was is only considered socialism here in America. It's actually a very it's actually a very tame. It was more watered like, down version that we consider socialism here in the West. It's actually more like utilitarianism. It's closer to that. You're correct. And it was so funny because Amanda came in while I was while I was telling this young man this. <laughs> I hate Marcus. He just looks over. There, your boy. 
there your boy, he on it again. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I so the point being that sometimes these these ideas are unpopular or these attempts to divest from capitalism are only unpopular because the PR is good. And the PR is so good it's made it unpopular. That young man that young man was a college student and could not name it could not tell me what socialism was, how it affects a society, two socialist countries, one socialist country. He did not even understand why he hated Bernie Sanders so much. This nigga been trying to give y'all this nigga been trying to give y'all legal weed and free college since he was years. twenty something years old. And, and for decades y'all have been telling him to suck a dick because. And so and so yeah, I and to and to, to land this plane, I think all of that factors in when we talk about these ideas that would ultimately help us as a community and help us build that black that that black nation that we've been trying to build for ourselves but the PR on the other side is so good and so prevalent you can't help but tell you can't help but tell people tell people to suck a dick when they come when they come up with this shit cuz you don't think it's going to happen yeah, but I'm- I don't know. And I think that factors in when I when we talk about the turkey leg hut and when we talk about because they're not the only ones. Yeah, yeah. A few of these black businesses stay in some bullshit. Fifty yeah. fifteen was in some bullshit. They're actually in business with the turkey leg hut. I thought they got better. Yeah, depend on who you ask. Yeah. Depend on who you ask and why. I'm not paying eighteen dollars for a bottle of water. That's not what I meant by got better. Oh. Um, so what I meant by got better was in terms of restructuring how they did their business. Yeah, they're, they're still going to be club, oh, club level, yeah, exploitative. Uh, but that's the entire city right now. I, I, like I, fifty, you, you also got to account for the fact that fifty fifteen is literally a tourist spot nationally. Right. Yeah, it is a club that people yeah, tra- really. travel from across the country really? to go it's to. Become, it's become that. Yeah, wow. it's become that. Like I, I, I literally watched a woman what a black owned spot get out what of her it? lift with her suitcase, yeah, to pull up to fifty fifteen. Yeah, I've seen that shit. I've been under a rock that hard. Yeah, man. I, me, yeah, you and me both, bro. You, you, you recognize it for what it is locally, and you have your previous experiences there. But what has happened, especially with post pandemic, is that Houston Turkey has turned into. Way? Literally, like it's a hub, a travel spot. Really, Joe Budden has said numerous times wow. he has bigged up the Turkey Leg Hut numerous times on his podcast. Anytime they say anything about Houston, he has to say, "I got to get back over to the Turkey Leg Hut." Wow. All right. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, he met his, partially because he met his girl here, but yeah, yeah but right. but like, wow. and you, so you fifty fifteen. Them niggas from Phil and Derrick's, they in the pokey for ever. Um, they doing at least what twenty years or some shit. Uh, that taste nigga was doing was was doing some shady shit. As what and it's all it's what it, it, not only was he doing some shady shit, he was making them motherfuckers go to work with COVID, fam. It, 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 
I say this all the time that we don't couple that business get money mentality with ethics. And part of it is because people have convinced themselves that you have to have no ethics to do business, which is not the case. And that you have to be as cutthroat as we see these white people are on Wolf of Wall Street and shit like that. And that's not the case. And we know it's not the case because that because because even that nigga got stitched up and is doing uh and is doing college lectures now and shit. And he only gets to do those lectures because he flipped on a lot of people that were supposed to be friends. Correct. Correct. And I I just I think this says a lot about how And was in the movie. Yeah, he was so I forgot who he was, but he, he was in the movie. So at the final scene, when you see like it shows about him doing the, the lectures and stuff, and he's yeah, like, you know, sell me a pin. The man who introduces Leonardo DiCaprio—that's real Jordan. That's Belford. the actual Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> he introduced himself. That's how he would fit into the movie. That's how white people. That's why you can't tell him shit. <laughs> White people must be stopped. That's why you can't tell them shit. We're not there yet. Somebody once somebody wrote somebody wrote to us once and said that uh, Wolf of Wall Street is basically White people must be stopped. The movie <laughs> it is, officially it is one hundred percent. Yeah, with the meta Easter egg and everything. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, and I just it, like I say I just to just to round that out. I I think there is a level of ethics that we could implement to each other, and that we could. There's a level of ethics that I think is missing that I think we could definitely use a refresher course in because part of that, like part of the the black utopias that we kind of big, everybody talks about they want to build Wakanda. Wakanda has ethics. Wakanda has so Wakanda has ethics even in the comics to a point where they stopped fucking with the monarchy and said, "You know what? Burn this bitch down. Burn this bitch down if we have to." So many rules here. The the tenets of what they built this place on does not make sense with us having this fucking monarch monarchy with a nigga that run that with a nigga that runs off to fight crime with the with these white folks that has gotten us that has gotten us burnt down and drowned more than once. We have to start asking for change or burn this bitch down. And they indeed burnt this bitch down. I just want to say that of all the yearly annual trainings that I have to do with regards to <laughs> organizational conflict training and um, how to handle secret documents. You could have just burnt this bitch down. <laughs> you know, uh, unclassified but private information, things like that. The one test that I fail without uh, um, exception on a regular basis, is uh, ethics. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? I can do all the technical shit, but don't ask me ethical questions. Because um, I agree with all the examples. <laughs> yes, yes, John should. John should do that. That's no, that, no, that, John should not. That's that, the ethical answer. That's that moral vacuum shit. Fuck. Um, what do we have here? Uh, let's see. Oh. Uh, Craig wants to know. He's uh, no. We'll do that in listener letters. <laughs> this nigga man. Um, Jonathan Majors is is in some more bullshit. He gonna have a hard go, man. Jonathan Majors is slowly turning into. I I, I shit you not. Jonathan Majors is about to turn into that. He's like I feel like I feel like the the Manosphere niggas are running out of steam on Bill Cosby. 
And I think Jonathan Majors is about to fill that void. He don't want to though. That's not what you want to do. He doesn't want to. He's he didn't he he's he's about to. He's about to I, watch what I tell you. So Jonathan Majors has gotten himself in some more bullshit. There are two more. There are there are two more young women that have stepped up and accused this man of both physical and emotional abuse. These are two women that he used to date when he was uh, in college at Yale. Um, well, so very lightly, it got mentioned in the Rolling Stone article that there were people that were people that were tweeting that this man had been fucking up, but these women are moving on this shit. And they're taking, and it looks like they are about to take legal action. Yeah. Um, unsurprisingly, uh, this nigga. Let me tell you something. From college, this nigga is cooked. I told y'all, man. This nigga is cooked. Let me tell you, this it. This nigga is. It's it's turning out that this nigga's career of emotional and physical abuse towards white women is going to last longer than his Hollywood career has. Damn. Uh, where is this? Um, according to Rolling Stone, Emma Duncan and Mara Hooper alleged Majors was physically and emotionally abusive during their overlapping relationships. Duncan claims that on multiple occasions from 2015 to 2019, Majors was physically violent with her. She claims in one alleged fight in 2016, Majors allegedly choked her and threw her and quote threw her body across the room and threatened he was going to quote make sure you can't have children. Hmm. Majors denies the accusations. Hooper, who dated Majors in 2013 to 2015, after meeting at Yale, claimed Majors was deeply controlling, and she was quote not allowed to speak to anyone about their relationship. Majors' attorney spoke out saying that Majors was young and insecure during that time time period and, quote, is, embell- is embarrassed by some of his jealous behavior. None of that indicated I'm innocent. At all. And let's see, Emma Duncan and Mara, who, those are definitely white women. Certainly. I don't do that. Black people aren't named this, that, and the third. These are white women. I'm telling you now. You, you don't know an Emma Dun- Duncan? I don't know a Duncan, a black. No, I do know a black Duncan. That's not true. That's not true. Tim. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. And I definitely don't know a black Mara. Uh, hey, fam. And then, oh, and not only that, not only that, wait for it. There's more. Um, it's coming out that there were uh, staffers on Lovecraft Country that alleged that he had some uh, aggressive stalker tendencies. And stalker tendencies? I, I'm, I'm making that word up. That's okay. what they, that he definitely had some abusive tendencies, and he then they filed a complaint with HBO that, got, that received no traction. Hmm. And when I think about that, all I think about is that one is uh, when, what's her name? Oh, God, I can't believe, uh, Jernay Smollett that was on Lovecraft Country. Yeah. She said a long time ago, not about him, but she said a long time ago that since she was a little girl, 
every movie, every body of work, and it, at the time it didn't include Lovecraft Country, but every body of work that she had done throughout her career, she had been sexually harassed in some shape or form. That is fucking disgusting. And shit like that makes me think. This nigga, let me tell you something. We, it's coming. There's going to be there's going to be a surviving series. You know how like Tyler Perry takes up like X amount of BET time. What's her name that came up with the R. Kelly shit? She about to make a she about to make a, a mint now, out of this shit. You got to get through Trey Songs first. Oh, he next. He next. You didn't hear about him? No, no, no. I know. That's what I'm saying. We, we they got to do the surviving Trey Songs. Story first before they get to Jonathan Majors. Jacquees gonna be on that bullshit too. Uh, I don't. I, I know you've been under a rock, but uh, Jacquees. Jacquees. Uh, he should be. Jacquees got in a, says he got in a fight with Trey Songs at the club. He he was in the VIP section with him. They fell out. He got in a fight with him, and Trey Songs ripped out a couple of his locks, and he took a picture of it and put him and put him on socials. And said, what were they fighting about? Who we have was the more we, annoying singer. We have no idea. Actually, they got they got into it. He had a bunch to say. He said that uh, he was in the section with him and he was drunk and he was just talking about raping women. Oh my god! And uh, which one? He was saying that Trey Songs was talking about was was just talking all about uh, raping women or, in his words, graping women. Um, I guess he was trying to. Uh, trigger trigger alert people and he's and they got into a real he, he, he said he less than a man he got into a real fight and Trey Song uh, ripped out a couple of his locks and he took a picture of him posted them on socials my thing is this with that nigga so you were good with this nigga until it became a problem for you cause you didn't seem to have a problem. He said he because he said he had been talking this shit before that he that he would just be in the section drunk talking shit. You didn't have a problem with this until it was you getting your ass whooped. That's a lot. That's a lot to unpack, and that speaks a lot to how some of these niggas just really be glazing over a bunch of bullshit that we see until it affect us. Yeah, that does happen. And so we crazy. and and then we wonder why these women say they don't feel safe. It's not even that we don't believe them. Sometimes n- these niggas believe you and just don't care. That's so wild. That's some wild shit, man. That's that's what I be talking about, man. It's gonna be surviving a few of these niggas. Someone at work asked me if I would ever procreate, and I never know what to say in the moment when I'm having the conversation, but. I've always known what to say. The answer is no. Every time I get home, I, I have like a similar conversation like this, and I'm often reminded why I have not yet. Like, no, no. That was the dividing. That was actually the dividing factor for those of you that kept up with this shit long enough between me and Scrabble Girl. She wants kids very, very badly. Nah. nah. That's her whole thing. That was one of the things that kept her at first. From taking the vaccine, was that she didn't know it was going to affect her ability to have children, and I was very. I, I'm forty. the 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 store is closed. I'm closing the store. The store is closed. 
mean, until you I will not be. I, it, I'm closing it. it it's coming. I, I can't afford that yet, but it's coming. <laughs> I will not be sixty. I will not be waiting to be sixty years old for you to get your ass to get your ass on to college. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. If you had caught me, if you had caught me in my twenties, we could have had a conversation. Oh, Paul, but Paul, all my all my niggas that had their kids early. And they're and they're forty like me. Happy, happy, just like a pig in shit. <laughs> There's still a room for you here on the on the weekends and on holidays. And they ain't got shit to do, but but work, come home, eat, for, cook for themselves, and fuck. They're in, they're in hog heaven. I'm telling you, they ain't happening. It ain't happening. And it ain't happening to reinforce your point that you were making. It ain't happening, on, not, in, not in this timeline. Nope. Because I'm not, I'm not wrapped tight enough for that. That part. I'm not, I'm, if, because that some part. of the shit happening to these children now, and, I'm, and then they're getting, it's getting to a point where we're becoming the generation that doesn't understand all of the nuances of the shit they have to go through mentally and emotionally. And then it's niggas out here wilding like they were wilding when we, when we were young, I'm going to prison. I hate to keep bringing this up, but you did catch the news last Monday, right? Uh, uh-uh, what happened? They went ahead and wrapped up another teacher. Of course they did. I, those, those stories don't, those story, let me tell you something. And we talk a lot about this on Patreon. Those stories only shock you. I, You're new to it. Oh, my God. Those stories only shock you, dog. For everyone that's wondering why I'm so shocked with that, y'all got to understand, like, when I talk about, when I talk to my goddaughters, because I have five of them, when I talk to their parents, we're all on the same page that the moment I get even a day with these young ladies, I'm taking them through knife training, like, real knife training, I, I just for my own peace of mind. I couldn't have a kid, man. Nigga, she'd, be like, she'd be like that five-year-old that was punching the, the bark off a tree. Yeah. Or the one going through the, the woods with her dad, the John Wick shooting. Like, I promise. Yeah. I'm getting out of yeah. no, you, what, what You see that movie of, what was it, uh, Hannah? Yeah. Oh, yes. Hey, yes. 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 Yes, we are in the that's, woods with a bow and arrow, babe. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's my, my exact shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Hannah was hard, dog. Yeah, that, yeah, that was my shit. That's exactly why I want, what I want to be. No, because what you're not going to do is come home telling me some grimy-fingered motherfucker had the nerve to, to just be in your presence too long because now you have to show me where he is. And daddy's going to go away for a long time, but no one's going to touch you again, ever. Not even look at you. <laughs> ever. Because I know for a fact my father, did, my father did not play about me. My father, and you know, even though he was one of them where, you know, you would slap the shit out of him, beat their ass. If it got if if he felt like it, this was some big niggas that were just jumping me, because we grew up in the fucking hood, my father had too much respect in the streets to where he was going to allow that on his last name. He was not. He was not. If I came home with a with in even a fraction of not the way he left me, he was going to be at that school and he was going to be a problem for every administrator. Every single one until somebody gave him a reasonable answer as to why his son looked like this. Well, what they fucking with him for? What are you doing about it? Well, what they, what they fucking with him for? 
Cause I know this little, cause I know this little nigga ain't stupid enough to go around fucking with nobody. Cause he didn't have a problem when he came home. So I know he not stupid. It's not him. He not that fucking dumb. Uh, I was that dumb. I I was I was that dumb guy who didn't understand. Oh no, he was no no. no. I, I would I would push other people's buttons. Oh no, our senior was correct. I was yeah. not that stupid. Yeah. I was not gonna come. I knew knew knew. And then and then I would fight the people over on the side away from the teachers so we didn't have to worry about it. He would have let them whoop my ass if if he had found out that I was bullying somebody. If what I, the fuck? If no. I could not win a fight, I ran from the fight. My father, my father went and found this little nigga's parents, <laughs> went to their house. True detective, them did he? Found this nigga's parents and said, listen, my, my wife doesn't want him fighting. That's the only, re- that's the only reason your little nigga got away. Look at, look at his size. Look at your little nigga's size. The only reason he got away with what he did was because my wife doesn't want him fighting. As of today, that's over. That is over. The, the very next time your son puts his hands unwarranted on my child, he's going to get dropped on his head. I want him to hear it, and I want you to hear it, and I want my, my, my boy to hear it, period. And he, brought his, and he brought his little nigglet downstairs and made him apologize on the fucking spot. That's awesome, man. And we never had that problem again. And I was known as the nigga with the crazy daddy. Mm. No, fuck that. Your daddy crazy. Your daddy crazy. Yes, he's insane. As a matter of fact, if it get if if the shit get too hot, he he doesn't give a fuck how 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 young you are. He might whoop your ass. Yeah. Uh, he come from that generation. Yeah. Anybody on the block, anybody in the neighborhood can get it. Yeah. Oh no, no, it wouldn't happen. How old were you and your dad? Either of you, if you had this conversation, I, I, I get the vibe that at least one of you did. But how old were you when your dad was like, hey, uh, they bothering you. You can't handle it. and You need to put something on their ass. That was forever. That was forever. As long as I was, as long as he had to leave me in, as long as his school was a thing and he had to leave me in someone else's hands during the day, that was, that was the first rule. You pick up a brick. You pick up a, a broom, stick. you pick up whatever is available, and Swing you put away. that little nigga on his ass. Swing away. The end. Point blank, period. Away. Point blank, period. Fuck him up. My, my so have you ever watched a show called The Wire? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Then you know how, where and how my father grew up. <laughs> was, he Mc, oh, was he McNulty? Is that what it was? Bro, like, no, like literally. McNulty was crazy. If you watch The Wire, then you probably have seen one oh, of the shit. streets where my dad walked to oh, school. Oh, shit. With okay. the couch and all that shit? Yeah, like oh, that. My, my dad grew up in Baltimore. Okay. Right? Oh, oh, he, oh, your daddy was a real nigga. And, and so the, the way the conversation went was from this age to this age, I would have to fight to keep my lunch money. I believe him. You better not lose your lunch money. <laughs> If you lose your lunch, you're going. You're going to go get it. So somebody's going to lose their lunch money. Then when it got to, it, that was, it was that was fine. Like, but when we got to intermediate school, um, intermediate school was a little bit different for me. Uh, I went to Seabrook. It was maybe about seven hundred students, and out of the seven hundred students, I think we maybe had 
less than 20 black kids across the three grades. Okay. Right? And so immediately there was a couple of guys who were, who were fucking with me. And they were in the eighth grade. And at this point, I couldn't, I couldn't quite handle myself against multiple eighth graders. So I enlisted the help of my friend Candace, who was one of the other black w- women who stayed, like, in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what her actual brother's names were. I just know it was literally. Oh, them niggas. It was literally Coco. <laughs> oh, them niggas. Pookie and Ray Ray. I shit you not. This is the only Coco, Pookie, and Ray Ray that I know. And at any given time, them one of niggas. them was locked up. And she was like, who fucking with you? I was like, uh, Adam and, and them two niggas over there. Uh-huh. So y'all do know if you got a problem with him that I have to call my brothers because you have a problem with me too, right? I hear shit from Adam <laughs> for the rest that was over. of the fucking year. That was over. And you know what we just learned? We just learned a very, very crucial piece of information about the Redbone Chalamet today. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that he's been a Jedi for a very, yeah, very long true. time. This is true. He no was, wonder it, you're a Sith. He was, he was handed down that shit. Long, lived long enough to become a goddamn villain. <laughs> um... <laughs> Couple of things I don't I, that I I will glaze over that I don't really give a fuck about that I know <laughs> happened this week that y'all want to talk about that not these two but that you you listeners out there want to talk about so bad. Uh, first, the Grammys. Salute to Killer Mike. Uh, salute to Killer Mike. Uh, Killer Mike won Best Rap Album. Is it started? No, it's the cat. Oh, okay. Uh, salute to Killer Mike. Killer Mike won Best Rap Album. It, not only did now. Best rap album, as you know, was not televised. He won best rap album. He got out there. He got up there and showed out. And he was promptly, not long after, taken away by the police. <laughs> um, which was some bullshit. He he bumped into some security dude on the way up there that was taken as an altercation. And... Um, yeah, he was he was briefly taken away by the police. It was, it, it, it I mean he got out, I, he got out. It was a misunderstanding. He you know he he updated a couple. He updated a friend of his that was checking on him via Twitter. Uh, he texted him and said it was okay, um, but it was a bunch of bullshit. Um, and they know what they're doing when they don't televise shit like that because they've televised best rap album before. They televised it when Macklemore won it, so we know what they're doing. Um, the other, uh, a couple other things I'm not, I'm not legitimizing. A lot of y'all tried to legitimize Miley Cyrus being up there. I don't give a fuck about Miley Cyrus. Uh, a lot of y'all have, uh, I see a lot of y'all have forgiven her. I do not. Um, I, was about to say, I thought she fell in a vat of acid. Uh, she, she, she went, she, she went back to being white. No, she did a vat of acid. Did she? I thought she was Tina Turner up there. She went back to being white. How was that white? It's she white. She she remember when she was doing all the ratchet shit? Yeah, but and she, then, she she went she went back to that a long time ago. Yeah, but now she's impersonating Tina Turner. How is them that white, white? Them, them white country them white country singer girls all got big hair. That ain't that ain't about shit. Okay. All them all them white country diva chicks. All them that's they that's what they do. They all got that big hair. Yeah, but she was like deliberately doing doing what. Never mind. Maybe I'm misunderstood. I don't know. Maybe I, mean, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get Tina Turner from her. Okay. Especially not with Fantasia up there looking like that. I love Fantasia. I just want to teach. I didn't her to read. 
I didn't. Re- <laughs> <laughs> Just want to take my time and grease her scalp while I teach her to read. That's it. That's it. Lots of affirmations. Lots of good wine. Lots of greasing her scalp and just teaching that baby to read. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, the other thing, let's see. You know, a lot of people are mad that Taylor Swift won album of the year. Uh, again, not legitimizing that on my platform. Um, Jay-Z got up and accepted the Dr. Dre hero of the millennium. I don't know what the fuck that award is, but it's named after Dr. Dre. Uh, a lot of people were mad about that. Uh, <laughs> can we can we align on the fact that whatever expectation people have for Jay Z and whatever platform they think he's supposed to use, can we stop that? He, stop he, what? I think people are expecting someone out of Jay Z that just does not exist. It doesn't, but he he does little things every now and then to keep people believing, like the speech he like the speech he gave. He said some shit about how the Academy's bull, uh, after he accepted the award, he had Blue Ivy up there with him, and he did uh, he, about how the Academy's bullshit and how they don't and how they don't get it right a lot of the time, and how they've passed over Beyonce several times for Album of the Year. And I don't have a problem with you taking up for your wife, but all of that other shit is performative to me. You have you have demonstrated on multiple occasions that you are pro-establishment. That you that your bread and butter is flourishing in predominantly white spaces and being pro-establishment. You you've been getting checked. You've been you've been making money being the NFL's Jamal, which is fine, but you can't get up there and and convince us that you anti-establishment on behalf of your on behalf of your wife. And or that because you and Dame Dash were boycotting the Grammys for a long time, and now here you are at the Grammys and have been at the Grammys for years. That's why I don't believe like these celebrities, man. Look, all them niggas that were boycotting the Grammys, Will Smith, Jazzy Jeff, all all them niggas end up at the Grammys. Eventually, all them niggas end up at the Grammys. Did so they, I don't be wanting to hear that shit. Well, he gonna go. Right, he gonna go right back to saying some pro-establishment shit. Before you know it, I guarantee you. I promise you that. What were you about to say? Well, I was well, I was gonna make the joke that at the Grammys you can't get away with slapping somebody in the face. Well that's okay, probably true. But, probably know. true. Don't worry, they'll bring the source awards back. Um I think he was talking about the Oscars. Well I'm, no, but I'm saying eventually they'll bring the source awards back. They'll be slapping shy people there. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Um We have decorum. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. And, all right, now, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you have that one, and we'll unpack that on the Patreon. Find find one of them, point at them, and make them spell it. I'm just saying, I I, I love the ratchet. I love the ratchet era, but I'm not expecting decorum from sexy red and Sukihana. Um, what else you got? Uh, what else? Uh, I had. I feel like I had one more thing that I didn't give a fuck about. Oh. I'm gonna go ahead and get this out of the way so there's no confusion as to why I'm not I'm I'm not speaking too much on it and why I did not um consume this particular content. I don't give a fuck what Monique said to Shannon Sharp. I don't. I don't. I'm not sitting through one, there's a couple of reasons. One, not sitting through three hours of Monique. Never. Never happening. Not in this lifetime. 
I'm not entertained by Monique. No, and anytime I say that and people and people clutch their pearls, I ask them to give me one legendary joke from Monique. Everybody who you consider to be a legend should have one legendary moment. Should have one legendary moment in their artwork, in in their craft that they can point to. I can point to a million good. I can point to a million legendary Eddie Murphy jokes. Mm-hmm. I can point to a million legendary Chris Rock jokes. I can point to. A, I can point to probably a legend. If I really think about it, a legendary Tiffany Haddish joke. I can't think of one thing Monique has said in her stand-up that was funny. Not one. Not ever. Never. I've not ever heard something Monique said in a stand-up special that was funny. I didn't even watch the Parkers. She has the one joke about fellatio. Find that. Well, how'd it go? How'd it go? go boom. Hit me. Hit me. How'd it go? Now, see that? Now, you see how? Now, if I had asked you a... No, 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 no. Listen to what I'm saying. I give you a joke. You're, you're correct. What I mean is, now, if I asked you about Dave Chappelle... You could have gave me a Dave Chappelle joke and repeated it verbatim. If I asked you, and, and, and take any woman too, take a, a, I, I can name a Lunell joke. You know, so I'm not talking about just men. I can take a Lunell joke. I can take a Miss Pat joke, and and repeat it verbatim. I can I don't, and I don't know anybody who can for Monique. No one. No one has given me a straight answer on this. And if any of you listening can give me a Monique joke verbatim that was a slap for you, well, we'll talk. Um, but so, one, I'm not entertained by, Mo- by Monique. I'm just not. It's not because she's a woman. It's just I'm not entertained by her. Because uh, there are plenty of black women, out, black women out here that are doing it. Two, nothing she said to Shannon Sharp. I don't know what she said to Shannon Sharp. But nothing she said to Shannon Sharp for me makes up for the fact that she ten toes down defended Roseanne when she called Valerie Jarrett a monkey and blamed it on Ambien. And then came back and said, I thought the bitch was white. What? Yeah, all that happened. That's why Roseanne got fucked up, got 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 fucked off of her own show. She she said that um, uh, what's what's the lady's name? Uh, Valerie Jarrett. Show did said that girl looked like a monkey. Called that girl a monkey, and when they called her on it, she said, "I didn't know I said that. I was on Ambien." This is right before like the first episode of Opinions Wild Black. Uh, yeah. Called that girl, called her a monkey, blamed it on Ambien, and then when they really questioned her about, it, she said, "I thought the bitch was white." And 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 Monique jumped in and said, "That's my sister. That's my sister. Don't don't do her like that. We just we shouldn't throw her away. She made a mistake. She we shouldn't throw her away. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of I'm sick of having to ride with people that don't fuck with us. When have they ever done anything together? I don't know. I don't know. Being, but she says being, that about everybody. Being, I think with with that, it would be become more of the camaraderie and the circle mm-hmm. of." veteran female comedians women in comedy because that just was like what she was think thinking. think of like how you have like a closed circuit right where was she for christy alley then let's see 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 how the plot Don't holes use logic i'm asking the question see how the plot holes for plot holes when it comes to white logic Y'all, this is why white I apologist logic. I'm here for y'all being the active listener. My, I am sick. I am. I'm, I'm over it. I'm tired of us riding for niggas that don't fuck with us. Same shit, same shit with Chris Rock. I had the same 
conversation with Craig Lindsay trying to make him understand why I don't fuck with why I don't fuck with Chris Rock no more. He was really running around out here telling white people it's okay to say nigga. That is never okay. Unless now un, now unless he was just it was a practical joke he was trying to get their ass whooped. Oh, uh, that's different. I think that's funny. But <laughs> but but never. Never. No, that's not okay. And, and we 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 got to stop opening the door for these white. I'm sick of that shit. Kanye don't fuck with us. Kanye don't fuck with us until it's time to sell something. I'm telling you, the pattern is that Randall won't even speak on it no more. The pattern is blatant. He does not fuck with us until it's time to garner himself some attention so he can sell something. I'm tired of us fucking with people that don't fuck with us. There are much better places we can divert our attention. And I still haven't forgiven her for that respectability politics bullshit she was on about people in bonnets. I hate those people. The people, the, oh, I hate seeing people in public. And Mind your fucking business. Hair costs too much. Mind your fucking business. Honestly. Honestly. I have not forgotten any of these things. And Monique does not have straight answers that make sense to me for any of them. And so when you and so when she comes to the table asking for something, because that's what she's doing. She's asking for our support. She's asking uh, because she now it comes out she's going on tour with Cat Williams. You are selling something. You are selling something. And we're not getting anything in return for it but you looking down your noses at us. So fuck her. Honestly, fuck her. I'm tired of that shit. It's corny. It's corny. We fuck with a lot of people and give people a lot of pass and a lot of grace that don't that have not done anything to want it, consider it, or earn it. That's true. It's corny. It is hella corny. I thought we were getting better about showing people grace. We are. When they want it. She don't want our she doesn't want our grace. She wants our support. That's different. Okay. She doesn't want she doesn't want she doesn't want or care about anybody's grace. And from what I understand, she said as much she said as much in the interview. And it it's just crazy to me that she all of a sudden you stand for something when it she as far as I've seen, she only stands for something when it's her turn to get paid. I hate that. I That's so fake. Real. That's so fake and so performative to me. I mean, beyond that, it's just, I can't do three hours of conspiracy theory. No, blame. I cannot. Three hours of conspiracy theory and blame is a hard listen, man. Like, Cat Williams, he went after people that had to smoke for him. He went, on, he went after people that were public and had to smoke for him. Monique is going after people that, it, it, and, 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 and the smoke that he had is very different because it's very kind of internal he said, she said, your word against mine, this is a level of respect that I'm due thing. The things that Monique is going up against Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey, Lee Daniels, I'm not saying she's wrong, but litigating it, but constantly litigating it to us ain't going to do shit. Take the people to court. You don't really, you don't, because you don't really want the problem solved. You want the... You want the attention that comes from making them suffer publicly. You want the attention that that's going to get you so people, because you're going on tour, because you're selling whatever it is you're selling next. You don't really want the problem solved. You benefit more from the problem never being solved and constantly dragging these people through the town square. I'm not even saying they don't deserve it. 
because Tyler Perry has been documented as saying some hot shit about Monique. But take the people to court if that's what you're looking for. Because it sounds like that's what she's looking for is some compensation. Take I, the people to court for it. I don't know, because uh, all I saw was D.L. Hughley's response. And I ain't listening to him either. Oh No, I, I did, did, basically it was on some, there's so much of the lies that get interspersed in with what she says. And he's like, and here are the receipts for it. And like you said, when you said, like, if there's an actual issue, then take people to court or whatever. He's like, this is why she can't take nobody to court. It's because it's all built on lies in the first place. So it's just like them niggas that always telling you about somebody keeping me from my kids, but don't know, but don't never want to take it to court. Man, Kanji needs to bring uh, uh, Aries back over. Is she coming? Yeah, lady. All right. And she better have my son. Um, stop keeping my my buddy. <laughs> from, stop keeping my buddy from me, Kanji. Uh, I don't. Uh, that, <laughs> that Calm can, down, Timothy. That can really be it for the rundown. Um, that's a good place to take a break. Actually, uh, we'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. Y'all know what it is. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. I see some storm clouds coming in. Y'all about to do some nasty shit tonight. I can tell. Oh yeah, it's gonna be one of them weekends right before Valentine's Day on y'all, Super Bowl y'all weekend. Gonna be so fucking gross, yeah. Yeah, especially if they teams nasty. win tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Like you supposed to burble in that. Like you like spit up like a baby and burble. Like any dude that tells another dude that he's a simp for interacting with her is a simp himself. <laughs> you letting your ego get in the way. And that's that's I've deduced it on our break, ladies and gentlemen. Male, the fragility of male ego is why niggas out here scaring the hoes. I was gonna say you late, you late to the party. <laughs> you late to the party. That's how deep under my rock I am, man. Y'all, what are y'all doing? Yes. When look, when you're in front of the mirror, instead of complimenting yourselves, be real about your progress, my nigga. Like, calm down, calm down. It's all because of some questions hey, they don't want to ask. My themselves. progress has been. Staying stagnant. Hey, man. Uh-huh. See? Hey. See? That's that bullshit. See? See? That nigga be selling it, too. I don't, I don't he be selling to, it. I don't listen to supervillains, hey. either. I, I, I'm not, <laughs> Whoa, look, chill, look, bro. Look, look, I'm not what? a supervillain. I'm like an average villain. <laughs> I'm like, see, I'm a B-tier See, you're one of those. You know what I'm no, because you're one of those villains that flies under the radar. You're like, like Megamind. <laughs> or like Mr. Glass or some shit. That's like fine. he said, he was a B tier oh, villain. No, I that's, said it was that's, B-tier. that's just like calling himself Bullseye. I'm not here for no, that. Whoa, whoa. I will say Bullseye's a little lower than B tier. No, no. Oh, whoa, whoa. Watch hey, your mouth. Hey, no, Watch cool. your mouth. That's cool. And Watch. look how, and look how efficient Bullseye was. I was gonna say Bullseye is a top tier murderer. He okay, top tier murderer, B tier villain. Put that nigga on one B-tier. side of the field. Put the Village. Punisher on the other side of the field and put the Hulk on another side and see who gets to the middle first. I can't decide. Fuck that shit. Bullseye be getting bullseye be catching bodies, nigga. Don't y'all don't get me on my daredevil shit. Um, I will nerd. Wait, 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 wait. Does that you mean you, they, have- you know they, you know they <laughs> brought my man back? I haven't. I, I heard. I, I I heard. I heard they're even using the one of the most recent costume designs. I don't want to know shit else. <sighs> okay. I don't right. want to know be, nothing right, else. Right, so just, right, just so. in comparison. The one set photo I saw was one too many. I, I, I don't want to see nothing. Where would you put 
you know, A tier through E tier plus S tier, right? Where would you put Kingpin? Ooh. At least. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Are, are, you, are you providing any caveats, parameters to, like, the, the pool of villains that I got to choose around? No, no. Between I mean, the just, show, just, just your classification. Between the show. When I say I'm a B tier villain, I know what that means to me in my head. Show and comics. Whichever. Let's, let's go with show. Let's go with show. I'll give out at minimum. I would give Kingpin either a B plus or an A minus. Okay, he's up there. He's and up then there. if you go to comics, he's, then what he's would you up say? there Cere- cerebrally. I'm t- y'all see y'all ain't read shit like Devil's Reign. But are you no, not no. Doing like what they're doing cosmically right now. See all that shit. I'm not. I'm. That's not. Is it too new? That's, Is it too new no. to matter for you? No, 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 no. That's not the shit that I think of. I mean, that's not the the go to shit that I think of when I think of a villain. Because a lot of them cosmic. Because a lot of them cosmic niggas been fucking up for years. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say cosmic powers put you as cosmic as tiered class villain. I'm not talking about I, like. I'm, so I'm not talking about saying, just being just powerful. Have, having that open to to those levels, I'm still thinking about people like Galactus or like, or yeah. Dormammu oh, or something. No, like, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't mean. See, that's, those, that's, that's not what I think of when he when he asked me that question. Yeah. I'm not thinking about just being powerful. I'm thinking about just being Equally a hard menacing. What the fuck are you two talking no, no, about? No, no, I'm I'm saying Galactus would be what I would consider an S tier villain. Okay, right. That's yeah. special class. But I don't consider scale. Galactus a villain, but keep going. I, natural necessity, whatever it's called, whatever. Yeah, okay. Gray area still eats planets. I understand. I'm sorry, I that's a villain. I understand what you're saying. I don't. I don't consider the same way. Every tilapia looks at me as an S tier villain. You should. You, you <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm out not, your whole I, family. I, I, <laughs> Helen Hunt shouldn't be mad at the twister. I get it. I get it. <laughs> they don't. They but, they don't want this. They don't want this. <laughs> They don't want this deep dive. I promise you. All right. Well, uh, okay. do you do you I have? Guess, a, I guess I guess I guess I guess I'm gonna. Do you have a round tree fact? Uh, so uh, are you gonna do the water thing? Actually, yeah, I was gonna say so. As so, a, it's time for a ridiculous round tree fact. Um, let, what you got? So, as of 2024, at least 93 percent of the ocean is still. Unde- like uncharted and undiscovered, mostly because we don't know how to get to some of the lower pl- places to to deal with the pressure and whatnot. Just ask a couple billionaires to build but, you a ride. Oh, don't too soon, <laughs> too soon. Oh, they were just going down there to see friends. Yeah, I bet white people never changed. Dog. Then they stayed for longer. Never changed. Um, but no, so like I, I don't know. Like I go back to my my whole stoop about like how we're so we're so eager to be in space. I know you say it's easier to get to space, but there's some weird shit under that water, man. I mean, fish and bugs and 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 things no, that just no. Yeah, every okay, time every the, time I look on every time I look on social media to reinforce Roundtree's point. <laughs> every time I look on social media, they pulled out some crazy looking shit that ain't nobody ever that probably has been identified, but ain't nobody ever really seen before. And they keep saying, "Don't touch it." Look, it's always some shit that looked like the thing, nigga. Like, what? No, no. If, if for no other reason, the size scaling on that fish in Finding Little Nemo is all fucked up, that fish is mad big in real life. No. <laughs> Fuck no. That was a baby on Finding Nemo. Okay, well, the real ones are as big as a fucking wheelchair. No. Like, there are, like, there no. are aquatic animals that have survived evolution through prehistoric times that... Are fucking enormous and they're and just uh, and just unfucked with so that we don't so we probably would never see them. 
Dolphins legitimately have orgies and orcas strategically kill things for fun. No. Have you seen them dolphins that just be pulling, no. that just that just pull babies in the water and shit? Just cause. Y- yeah. Nah, bro. Nah, I, fam. I've also seen orcas toss seals and play volleyball with just, them. Just cause. <laughs> so when I see shit like the Meg, where that, 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 that legendary scene where it just be a little boat and it be a big ass shark that's like... 10 times the size of the boat that could just swallow it easily. There's, I'm not saying that that should be taken as scientific fact, but I'm saying that there's that with 90% of the ocean undiscovered, there's, there's nothing telling me that something like that isn't down there. I, I, I was just about to get to that. I'm saying, so like underwater thermal clouds like that are actually real things. It, yes. The, the thermocline is a real concept, but that's not, how it works i'm pretty sure it's not but off the strength that there are things that can survive being under that kind of depth and pressure i'm inclined to think that there's an organism that can survive in that climate well, yeah. for, for 90 for yeah, okay the thing you're just casually shrugging off is yeah it's probably the thing that when we go fucking with it is what has has the amoebas <laughs> that are stronger than fucking covid and now now so, now now we're all down carl just so, saying the car carl so for so for what the thing that always gets me about these things is that when there's something that's 90% undiscovered, that means there's twice that that we, that we just, we don't know. That we, when, they, when they say that shit about you don't know what you don't know. Man, who the hell wants to be Jeffrey Dahmer's neighbor? What? What? That's essentially what we are to the ocean. Thinking it's, <laughs> thinking it's cool and doing its own thing as long as we don't fuck with it. And it's secretly claiming bodies all of the time. Mm. All of the time. Well, there was that Bermuda Triangle shit. All of the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, they found Amelia Earhart. Earhart. Right. Man, that, you know what? That's a great time for white people must be stopped. This is why I don't fuck <laughs> what? with white people. That is a transition. I'm sorry. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because white people, white people will close the book. White people will close the book on some mystery shit that happened with us quick. They, do you know the level of recanting, the level of evidence that they had to unearth, the level of citizen journalism that had to take place for them to even, to even think about revisiting Tupac's murder? And that dude got so many death threats along the way. Now, having said that, there are, I, and again, this is part of my ongoing study of white people. One of, my, one of the things, there are, there, are, there are a few mysteries, whether they be murders, whether they be missing people, that white people will never give up on. Long after these people have decomposed, white people, will, and there are a couple. One, white people will never give up talking about John JonBenet Ramsey. Never. Never. He said the thing. He never. said it. They will never give <laughs> up on talking about that. The people police are going to come knock on the door. Two. What are you doing? Two. White people will never give up talking about the death of Natalie Wood. Who? It was three niggas on that. It was three niggas on that boat. One of them was Natalie Wood. One of them was Christopher Walken. That bitch turned up dead. Hey. And and that nigga is walking around with impunity. Hey. If that were a nigga, if that were Keefy, if that were Keefy D talking about Tupac, that nigga would be that nigga would be under the prison right now. They will never stop talking about the mysterious death of Natalie Wood. Never. 
Never, ever, 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 ever. They were, they've been litigating this shit for decades. It was only two other people on that boat. Is there a Netflix special? Maybe. I, there's, like, there's a few HBO specials I know He's about. He's got for one sure. more thing to name, and I'm calling a lift. <laughs> and the third, that they, uh, they have run out of steam with the other ones, so they have dug up Amelia Earhart again. Hey, fam. What are we going to learn from that? Drag her up for what? What is there to learn from that? They never found her. Or they found her now. Yeah. What are we? So, what does that tell us? What? What? What information as far as how you come up missing in a situation like that? Do we have access to now that we didn't have access to before? What have they learned? Was there a black box that they found? They didn't have that then. But is there? Is there some source of information like when they dig? Like when? Like when those when those commercial flights come up missing? And they find the plane in the ocean. They find the black box. They find the information recorder. And they can figure out what happened to the plane. What are we learning from that? There's, th- that's a different group of people who are looking at black box information versus those who are looking at historical preservation. Okay. I mean, it's okay. Am- Am- Amelia Earhart okay. at the time was still a pioneer, which is why she became such the legend that that's it was. fair. Okay, His- like, uh, historical posterity. Okay, never yeah. mind. No, I didn't think about that. You are correct. It's 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 almost like if you took any other current groundbreaking person, and then if they were to go missing while doing their groundbreaking thing, I understand. No, you're right. No, no, no. You're right. Everything you're saying. This is like if they dug up King Tut. Yeah, or whoever, like, or, or whoever from the pyramids. If they dug up, a, if they dug up an ancient pharaoh, that's telling us something. That's a that's a missing block to historical. Okay, no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. I just, it, it just seems so random. Like, wait, and and, may, and maybe that's because of the randomness of how events unfold post pandemic. There's a lot of events going on. It's easy to miss things. I understand that I don't know how this process actually happens in modern day, but if they mummified her for preservation, is that cultural appropriation? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it would be. Why? 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 I think if you I think if you mummify someone today, it would be cultural appropriation, unless you were no. holding on to the spiritual guidance of ancient Kemet. I'm not. You see, you you went further and really entertained that question. I was just about to say, I love that we entertain each other like that, man. You enter, I'll say you entertained that <laughs> question, five. and I really just kept scrolling to make sure I wasn't missing anything online. We do it for it, the newcomers, to just man. Keep it pushing. I, I I I don't I don't understand how we why we even delved into that. There are some times when I'm just like, why are we here? How did we get here? A D H D. I will I I will on Timothy. <laughs> I really only had one thing for real for uh, white people must be stopped for real is um, so off mic uh, our guest last week I expressed my disdain for you know I was looking through the week's comics um, the new releases and Travis Kelsey had a comic book I lost my shit I I decided then that I'm I'm joining the resistance. I'm done. Travis Kelsey has a fucking comic book. Why is that necessary? And Craig Lindsay, as he does, uh, was like, well, what's surprising about that? 
why does he need a comic book? Why is that necessary? He's like, well, you don't think there's a lot of trash books out there? I didn't say there wasn't. But here's the thing, and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not here to dunk on his particular point, but the reason that upset me and why I had to sit with that so much, maybe not even upset me, just annoyed me, was that the level of – now, I, I like Travis Kelsey all right. I don't have a problem with him. I don't think he's – even before Taylor, Taylor Swift, I don't think he's worth the level of – publicity that he gets really so this is every 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 season i'm I'm not saying that travis i'm not saying that kelsey ain't the shit but there's always for me there's wherever there are black people that are doing their fucking thing there's always a white person that's getting that's getting there's always a white person particularly in football that's getting more attention because i was so sick of hearing about because uh, when they were talking, when we were really talking about Pat Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, I was sick of hearing about fucking Joe Burrow. Yeah. And in this case, I had to think, I've never seen a Lamar Jackson comic book. I've never seen Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts got two of the biggest deals in football. Do they want a comic book? Not the point. Not what I'm talking about. Because it, because at some point with these, with, when you when you become an entity for the league, it goes past want. It goes past want, and you become a piece of the franchise that is lucrative. And what I mean when I say I've never seen a Lamar Jackson comic book because I doubt Travis Kelsey was just was was just sitting around and like you know what I should do, I should let them draw me because he didn't write it. It's just about him. And he wasn't sitting. I, don't, I, I highly doubt he was sitting around thinking of this. And when I say I've never seen a Lamar Jackson comic book, I've never seen a push towards some shit or a Jalen Hurts thing. These two motherfuckers have two of the biggest deals financially that the league has ever seen. Not only that, I don't remember if it was Mahomes or Hurts. Or no, no, it wasn't. No, no, I mean Jackson or Hertz. But one of them that got their big deal, they got it through a team of all black women. The nigga, the the nigga has his own sports management, Dora Milaje. Yeah, that was Hertz, wasn't it? That was Hertz. Okay, thank you. That was Hertz. Give them motherfuckers their own comic book. Lamar Jackson is amazing. They got beat that last. They, I mean, they got beat fair and square that last game. It was, it was, it was. I mean, it was, it was half and half because the the Ravens have an unbeatable defense, and who was that? The uh, the Chiefs have a beastly offense. So it was half. So it was half and half. Uh, who wanted more thing? But Lamar Jackson is incredible, and I like Travis Kelsey. I don't think he's doing Lamar Jackson level shit. I don't. I'm sorry. And it that can be a that can be an opinion. That can be that can be an opinion, taste, whatever, subjective thing to me. But even if even if you want to put them on equal footing, I've never seen a I've never seen an initiative like that towards Lamar Jackson. I've seen it for Tom Brady. We don't need to go subjective. We can be very objective here. 
I understand what you're. I understand what you're saying, and I think you're missing what I'm saying. No, no, I'm saying we can be very objective. We'll just look at the the raw facts and the data. I understand. So we're gonna go with you said Jalen Hurts. Sure. Lamar Jackson. And Travis Kelsey. Yeah. All right. Out of the three of them, which one is responsible not for making more money? but for bringing more money to the NFL. I think it's bigger than that. I do. <clears throat> no, you're asking why the NFL would pr- pop, prop one up. I know why they would prop one up. I know why. Objectively. I'm not, I'm not, at, what I'm saying is I'm not asking the question of why. I said, when I said why, I was like, what the fuck? But when he asked me, why are you surprised? I'm not surprised. It's still infuriating. Which okay. is which? You know what I'm saying? Like something doesn't have to be surprising to still be determined as awful, awful or just nasty. I I I feel like that, and I feel like when we stop being surprised by awful things, I feel like that's when shit don't move no more. I don't know what makes it awful though. I, wipe just just wipe. I no, I'm not gonna call him mediocre. He's not mediocre. Just the prioritize, just the constant prioritizing of white excellence over. Oh, it's not his excellence that's doing anything. That's my whole point. It is nothing about his play skill. I understand. It's about who he's dating. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Fine. I, it, like I said, I, and and maybe so. And because I, <laughs> and, <laughs> he and I really, is I, not I, the prize. Objectively, it I, is I, who he is dating. And that's and that's a fair fact too. The I just did not three hundred twenty one million dollars of evaluation. I just didn't want to turn it into that conversation because I don't. Oh, those I, eyes I follow of, wherever that person goes. You know, and we don't have to say their name. I'm just saying because I'm, because because we could have brought her up at, for the Grammys too. Yeah, and the drama behind that, and why people don't understand why that's such a big deal that that got brought up, is that when that person has has more accolades and more things to show for, it has more things to show for their work. That I, again, I don't talk to people about this person ever, but from what I've been able to pick up on the on the in the ether, is not even her. Best work? Yes, people are going to have something. People are going to have something to say when these people, whether or not they, whether or not they are excellent or not, are propped up. It, it, just because it's been done before doesn't mean it's not. It, it, it's not still kind of nasty. So, yeah. and I think, and I, I just, I think that once when we stop when. When people stop being, because everybody isn't at the same level that any of us are in terms of what we've seen in historical context, because y'all have told me before that not everybody has that level of context. And yeah, so, right. and there are always people that are just being introduced to the conversation. That's so true. My, my other question then becomes, okay. would it be an emotional shift for you if there was expressed interest in comic world from Travis Kelsey. Like if he was one of the outward dirt comic enthusiasts. If so for example, a, like, like what Cavill is for Warhammer. If he had a run that he was like that with, like nobody is surprised when Cavill does any nerdy shit. Cause he's a self-proclaimed nerd and he does like 
video game builds and other the, the figurine, he, paintings, but and figurine paintings. And whenever he's talking about something, he's a real stickler for sticking to the lore of it's whatever a little, series he's I working admit, with. And, and, like if you yeah. found out he could take you through Darkest Night and, and, and understood the, 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 the color core and, and Kyle Rayner's backstory and all that shit. And it he, would take, it, you know what, maybe it, would, maybe it would take a little bit of the sting out, but I would still, given the league being what they are, I would still see it for what it is. Got you. That's still that. That's still something that's be that's being handled by forces that aren't really that that aren't really having to do with whatever he likes and don't like. There are just certain organizations that are nastier than others, or not even nastier than others, but just more insidious than others. That that's out. That's not that's not something that he's that they're giving him creative control of. Just because I don't, just I don't put it past the NFL. That's all. You know what I mean. So, is your issue more with him or the NFL? It's not. I don't have a problem with Travis Kelsey. Well, I mean, him having the machine—it's—it's it, it, it's less him and more the machine. Okay. You just don't like that he's a part of that particular machine. Yeah, and, and right, and it's not his fault because the bag is the bag. But yeah, the yeah, it, it's my my issue with these things is less about the individual person and more about the machine. Just like when we talk about shit like the Turkey leg hut or whatever, it's less about the Turkey leg hut in particular and more about what it's saying about how we respond to it as a, as a culture. No, no, I, I, I'm totally offended by those $68. Uh, I have never slathered in, slathered in macaroni and cheese. Never in my life paid $158 for a piece of turkey. After you after you paid to park <laughs> after you had to put that shit on to get to to even get in the building. $238 just to order a bottle of water with it. I'm it's fucking ridiculous. And the gratuity apparently the gratuity is unconscionable. God damn it, three fifty when I include the tax. <laughs> Putting a tip on there, that's my that whole paycheck. And on top of all of that, the people working there still ain't going to have insurance. And well, and 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 so now we see why they, when they say the service is bad and the people got a bad attitude, we see why now. See, and this is why I don't fuck with white people. <laughs> this is why I don't fuck. You ain't lying. With white people. <sighs> Send your racist stories, your real life racist encounters, along with your listener letters. Questions for myself, uh, the gentleman you have here, Euphonic for uh, Redbone, Timothy Chalamet. Uh, please send those to opinionswildblack at gmail.com. Or you can log on to opinionswildblack.com and you can find out how to, uh, how to get in touch with us, ways to buy merch, <laughs> and ways to become a patron. Uh, um, uh, join us on Patreon for additional content, uh, bonus behind the scenes shit, um, uh, merch, all that shit. Um, and I guess we, let's see, we did Roundtree Fact, we did White People Must Be Stops. Man, wow, stay tuned for listener letters and the top three. You're listening to Houston's Most Savage Podcast. Pour up.
to make mistakes, man. I've said man, numer- I I've said love numer- making mistakes. I mean, give I've me said, all the mistakes. I, I, see, I can't ride with you. On, I, I've said numerous times on this podcast that um, women with big foreheads, that's a sign of good pussy. We're back. Uh, we're hydrated. We're hydrated. We're ready to go. We're opinionated. Um, the, the darkness has set in like Ghostbusters 2, my nigga. Like... The clouds are moving. <laughs> like the mad Carpathian Vigo is really about to fucking take this bitch and over. I, and I definitely have to to reiterate the shout out to women with big foreheads. Big we fo- love you. Yeah, we man. see you. Yeah. All the women mm-hmm. all the women with big foreheads. It's on point, friend. Right. Every right. every woman I've been in a relationship with got a big forehead. Uh never seen never seen anybody with a big forehead. Never been with anybody with a big forehead that did not have all five infinity stones in their shit. I don't know how to feel about this conversation. That's rare for me. Uh, <laughs> so rare. I, I actually feel like Andrew Garfield in No Way Home. It's like, I, I haven't fought an alien yet. <laughs> you haven't fought an alien yet, bro? Um, let's see. Time for listener letters. Hey. Uh, Craig Engagement. Lin- Craig Engagement. Lindsay tagged me in some shit, said, looking forward to another great episode of... of uh, Opinions while black. Oh, and looking for another great episode of Oz refusing to accept that Taylor Swift is a very powerful person. Enough, enough with the Taylor Swift shit, dog. No, I'm just it's the power is only growing. It is. It is, I, it is well, calculable no, fact. Me, no, no, I'm not saying it's not. What got what got me is this whole. Well, what rock are you living under? What the fuck? I'm not a 15 year old girl. Why would I be talking to anybody about that? It's not about being a 15 year old girl. It's okay. Just acknowledge the power. Bend I've, I've, the knee I've never, to your queen. I've never denied the power. It's okay. <laughs> he, he's unaware that in a certain Starbucks, shake it off plays like all the fucking time. <laughs> I, I've never heard a single Taylor Swift song. <laughs> yeah. um, it's just something you've tuned out as you thanks. heard it. I guess. You're, you're filtering the whiteness the out of your black ears. The timing. The timing. <laughs> so, uh, David Santiago wants to know, you walk into a dark park, parking lot nope. and all the lights come on. You're surrounded by seven warriors from every corner of the globe. Nope. And, you, and you have a magic blade that cuts through any material. Uh, what is your battle cry? You're going to want to take those off when I do mine. Oh, boy. God. <laughs> I'm not going first either. Yes, you are. No, not with an introduction like that. You are definitely going first. I'm about to drink some water. So <laughs> this guy. I come. I come from the land of uh, uh, what's my what's my girl name from uh, Shang Chi. I'll sing some shit that ain't got shit to do with what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> ain't got it's shit to do with California. shit. Man, not better than that. Um, I'll start singing that man get some Miley Cyrus out this um I hopped off the plane at LAX <laughs> with a dream in a card again. Welcome to the land of fame excess. Am I gonna fit in? Jumped in the cab. Uh, yeah, oh man, don't 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 start me. This is all so crazy. Everybody looks so famous. They won't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know the words to any music, so I wouldn't be able to like sing a thing. My tummy's turning, and I'm feeling kind of homesick. I know, I know what would be playing in the back of my head though. It's the opening track from one of the Muse albums, and it sounds like a whole spy theme James Bond rock version. 
And that would definitely be in my head while I just randomly scream. Ah! Yeah, don't fuck with Swinging me. Swinging and ah! I'll go with that. Frantic stabbings. Euphonic, anything? What you got? Nothing smooth about it. I don't know if you guys have peanut butter and jelly where you're from. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know if they have peanut butter and jelly where you guys are from. But when they're done dislodging your ball sack out of your throat, that's the only thing you fuckers are going to eat. Thank you for that question. Why is that your battle cry? What? <laughs> you see, are you going to fight someone that says that? <laughs> that was some I want you. I want you to put yourself in that scenario right now and then picture a person swinging a magical sword at you. That is some. And they tell you that they're going to take your ball sack off and the only thing you're going to eat is PB&J. Me? I have the henchman conversation with my older sister often. That's where I go home. That's I some. clocked out, boss. Hey, man. He said, I'm going to cut my nuts off. I need those. I'm going to go home. Okay. That's some Scott Pilgrim ass shit. First one that runs up, that's what's happening. And then I'm going to look at everyone else. Uh, next. That's some Scott that, Pilgrim that's, ass that's shit. That's a refined level of skill to only aim for cutting off. I didn't things. say I was only aiming. Okay. Oh, did, did I give that illusion? Yes. That's why the first guy will be a lesson for everyone else. <laughs> look, if you, if for context, I am a bather in person. That means that when it's going down, I'm going to bathe in it. I'll, they'll look up at me and I'll be like, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next. No, no. I, I wouldn't make it unappetizing. You wouldn't even want to get in there. You'd be like, ah, oh, nah, bro. Hey, hey we, why are we here for him? The well, sword? No. Can we catch him when he's asleep? C- catch it with the dagger. And then that's today's episode. Ha <laughs> ha. Thank you, David Santiago. <laughs> I, I, that is the most unique scenario, though. I fucking love it. It was so specific, and it it it, it, it really only reinforces why I read comics, why, why I write comics with this nigga. Um, oh. I oh my god, what is wrong with y'all, man? Opinionswildblack at gmail dot com. That's where you need to be uh, to get at us. You can go to opinionswildblack dot com. It'll give you several ways to get in touch with to get in touch with me via social media. Sadly, I'm the one that reads all these. Um, it's time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Shut the fuck up. Number three. Your mama. That's not nice. I'm sorry. Uh, number three, what do I have written down here? I'm not sorry. This is the first time I've looked at this list since like yesterday. So what do we got here? Number three is the sprinkle sprinkle lady. What? Oh my God. What? God, I hate this. God, I hate this chick. Um, there's, there's one of these TikTok relationship personalities named Shira or Shiro, Shira, whatever. She says sprinkle sprinkle at the end of every fucking sentence basically she she her whole platform is dedicated to how to finesse niggas and how to finesse niggas and get money out, out of them so uh-huh. i so right there i already hate everything her platform stands for gotcha. what's wrong with making money by any means necessary the reason she's made this list is because um i don't really like 
Because all that shit about finessing niggas and all and getting money, I, that that falls into gender wars, and I, it, it's not worth having those discussions with those kind of people. Having said that, she did go as far as to say loud and proud that she was supporting Starbucks because she don't give a fuck what's going on, what's going on in Israel and uh, in in the Gaza area, and that she only cares about what is happening. Uh, that directly affects her. And these are the most disgusting, dumbass people to ever have a conversation with. They are sick and ridiculous and everything that is wrong with Western society as we know it. Um, this is, and some people tried to defend it. This is some of the lowest shit. Look, if you feel that way, feel that way. But don't be surprised when you get, when you get smoked on the internet for it. Because the first rule of the internet is you can always say nothing. You just can, keep scrolling. Just keep you scrolling. You can always say nothing. You had that choice. But you wanted to be loud and proud because you you feel like you can't be told shit. And then once you've made your opinion public, yes, people are going to dissect your opinion. People are going to make determinations about how stupid you are. In this case, immensely. Just because you have that little following on TikTok as a as a influencer personality, and I and I use the term personality very loosely, uh, because um, finessing niggas and and making and making money off of uh, your fake sugar daddies is not a personality. That in mind, I should remind you that the level of genocide that's happening as a black woman. As a black person, the level of genocide that's happening over there is directly tied to white supremacy. And white supremacy always affects everybody. Period. Period. That's not that's that's not even up for debate. So when you say things don't affect you, it doesn't affect you at this moment. You're not feeling it yet. But like I said at the beginning of this program, any of this shit that happens overseas affects trade, affects commerce, affects travel, affects supply chain. Yep. So when you don't, so when you do, so when you can't get that raggedy ass rainbow outfit you've been look, that you be wearing on them on them videos, when you can't get that shit on time because uh, it's stuck in a container somewhere on the coast. You gonna feel that shit then. When gas go up, you gonna feel that shit then. That's wild. Having so few predators that when you are actually threatened, you immediately affect your ecosystem. That's wild. Yeah, correct. What's that like? You're man? almost you're almost like an anomaly to the ecosystem that you exist in. To have no predators and just have and just be able to create ripple effects that affect everybody. Ah, that's so wild. wild. That's wild. And for this person to be so uneducated in this regard, it's it's staggering. I don't understand. Like, and people be saying this shit. She's not the only one. People be loud and proud to say this shit. What's happening is white supremacy. White supremacy affects us and always should be addressed. White supremacy is terrorism. Period. 
White supremacy in pretty much all of its forms is one level or another of terrorism. Mm -hmm. And that affects you. You think it don't, but you have not looked outside of your fucking raggedy Toyota Corolla coming home from coming home from that from that part-time esthetician job to look outside your fucking house and realize that there are people here there are people probably on your street that have been brutalized just for being darker skinned and being against zionism Do you have kids? Do you want your kids to be able to go to go to school and enjoy certain freedoms? Those freedoms are being infringed upon every time our government takes a takes a pro-Zionist, really pro-Israel, really pro-white supremacy stance. That means should your kids should should your kids have the nerve to disagree? That means somebody's gonna go somebody's gonna go out there and try to hurt them. It's gonna affect you then. This is the dumbest shit anybody could ever fucking say. It's staggering to me. What the fuck is wrong? Number two, dog. (laughs) Number two. (laughs) Because she's only number three. I could go in on that bitch all day. Uh, Number number. should have been on the roundup. (laughs) (laughs) Number two is Darius Jackson. How is he back? What tour is he on? Hey, buddy. Well, his tour is happening in court? Out in in his room. Upstairs in his room. How does he fit a car in there? (laughs) God damn. This nigga is on that bullshit. In fact, wait, let me find the direct. He tweeted, because he tweeted some shit about how rough it is to. Uh, try to get um, try to get custody of your kids, man. This nigga dark. I, I couldn't believe he fixed his he fixed his fucking mouth. Um, he went on a whole tirade about how um, it's so hard when you want to be a part of your child's life, and he he's trying to rebrand and all this. God got me. You know. You know when the you know when the real ancient niggas start fucking up. Everything starts pivoting to God. Everything. Uh, this nigga has clearly learned the game from Stevie J. Um, well, he's a known time god. Man, oh here it is. Here it is. This fucking asshole. When I tell you that they make men go through hoops when it comes to seeing their own kids, they have the audacity to throw the the fatherless home statistic at your face, let alone make you feel honored to get any type of time with your own child. Well, it'd be like that when when you've all but threatened to kill the mother. It had to have it had to have the grandmother um, threaten to shoot you in the fucking face. I feel for the dads that gave up when it came to custody. It's mentally, emotionally, and physically draining. You'll lose yourself. My spirit is too strong to give up, but I totally understand. I've pondered it. Thank God I have an amazing circle. Too many Ahabs have given these Jezebels a voice and platform to call the shots. Nigga, what? A I, lot. Of, I love when he does that. A lot of weak men. I was once a weak man. You spend your life being being miserable 
as a weak man looking for approval that you'll never get. Love it. Not looking for sympathy either. Trust me, I've seen enough of sympathy to not want anyone else's approval. I actually got to learn to love y'all. And for, in, and for those that expect me to ever speak on anything, that's for my family's private matter. You're speaking on it right now, you stupid fuck. Yes, it's still my family. I share a soul with this person. You can do your own research and make your own judgment. For those who don't have kids, and this is something I will emphasize to my son, wait till marriage and make sure God is the center of your relationship. There's a rule book that's been given to us thousands of years ago. Best to follow it. Because everything else leads to chaos. This nigga really is start. This nigga is really going out of his way to pander and hit all the manosphere points. It's almost like Norman Osborne told the intel's a bedtime story. <laughs> hey, little boy. One day you'll grow up and hate girls too. Fucking hell, man. Oh, man. What is wrong with this nigga? But you had one job. And, he, and, and, and odds are he probably used Kiki Palmer's Wi-Fi that she paid for. Either that or he was sitting in a Starbucks somewhere. Why are y'all afraid to be quiet? <laughs> keep your hands to yourself Notice and be me, quiet. Senpai. Yeah, like just keep your that hands n- to yourself and be quiet. Why are y'all afraid to do that, man? That nigga was that nigga's that nigga tweeted all this just out just in range. He was in the bushes. He was just in range of the Wi-Fi repeater, so he could link up and get his shit off. She probably still paying for that phone bill. Yeah, y'all are killing me. What do you do, my nigga? What do you do? What do you do? Killing me. What what is on your tax returns? Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. That's what's on your tax returns. Baby daddy for Kiki Palmer Incorporated. That is your LLC, my nigga. What? Dog. Shut the fuck up. The number one person who should shut the fuck up is Tyrese Gibson. Do I even? I don't even know if I want to look. I I want a good laugh. Please. What did baby boy say now? Oh, man. Just you wait. Um, this nigga is having um, colorism issues again. Uh, we told this nigga, man. We told this nigga about this shit. Um, I don't know. And I don't know what he's going through contextually, what he's going through coming off, what he's coming off of. Uh, when Cocaine. At this point, I see that as entirely possible. Um uh, I don't have, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not finding that whole thing. But basically, he said that he wishes, he wishes that he were uh, Mexican. What he said, he wishes that he were Mexican or some other form other than black because um, black pe- because uh, um, uh, Latin people, Asian people, Jewish people, all um, believe in community and they all. And they all go ten toes down for each other, and they support each other within their within their respective communities, and that black people don't, and that black people be haters, and a whole lot of shit that contextually sounds bad from him coming that I haven't seen I haven't seen him with a blackity black woman since twenty ten, and that he and that he met his last his last girl in Dubai and wondered why she finessed him. And that the and that the one black and that the one black girl we know that he was fucking with has not had a single good thing to say about him. 
and is still at war with this nigga. There's a, he has a lot of colorist ways. And shit like this only, it, it, the optics are not good for him. They're never good. And he's no, I put him at number one because this is, it's not just, it's not just him. It's very reflective of a lot of that passport bro mentality. Um, Get you on this docile, fam. Yeah, that 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 borderline sex, that borderline uh, sex tourism shit. It's it's very indicative of a vocal minority that is consistently encouraging niggas to give up on each other. Like there was that moment we were talking about last week. Where it, sometimes we say these things reflexively, so I'm not saying everybody's is, everybody's like Tyrese, but that shit about niggas don't read. Mm-hmm. One, I know this for a fact to be untrue. I know this for a fact to be untrue. I've worked in a, I've worked in bookstores for a, enough of my life, and seen enough niggas that come in in droves for whatever the new hotness is, just as much as white people. To where I know that's not true. I know for facts that's not true. Um, even if it's even if it's just forty eight laws of power. Oh God! Even if it's forty eight law, even if it's a book I don't like, they still reading. And I, I, sometimes I just wish we weren't so quick to give up on each other. Anything I say is constructive criticism because I know we can do better. And it's my hope that we do better. Shit like what Tyrese says, what we don't do. That's what you haven't experienced. Tyrese has not experienced that because Tyrese is some. And, oh my God, I hate getting regional with it too. Some of these Cali niggas, dog. Like some of these Cali niggas, and I, oh man, some, not all, but some of these Cali niggas really have really have these odd thoughts about colorism, about what a come up is in terms of dating outside of your race. And it's not all of them. Again, vocal minority. I, that's understandable. I, they, they, and it could definitely be regional influences that affect that. I've always right? wondered about that. Um, I, and, and my first thought, my first thought would be based off the context of what was said in comparison of community for others, right? Right is what does it look like to say to be a first and second generation migrant mm-hmm. versus four or five displaced mi- generations? Because even within our communities, we are often, m- we move out away from our families. And so when you have that first, second generation mindset, there is very much the we need to get our house in order so that we can move things up. Right. And I think that creates a different level of necessity that doesn't translate through to subsequent generations. Right. Because you see that outside of the black community. You see that once a family and a group is established, mm-hmm. there is less of that necessity to do any and everything just to get by, just to move up to the next level. Because you have put your foot in the door. You have you know, taking care of, of, of business, so to say. Right? And financially, and to add to what you're saying, financially, we are generationally behind 
So uh, some of these cultures, for various reasons, I'm not saying that they don't suffer from white, white supremacy or suffer from various displacements in their own diasporas, but a lot of cultures in, in America in particular have a head start on us. American blacks just we have there's there's so much context to why we, and, and, and to why we've been held back and there's so much context to because for all intents and purposes it's not like we've it's not like we've never tried no I'm not saying that we haven't tried but get I, and and there's I'll, I'll push back slightly on the phrasing for held back or, or head start held sure. back yes absolutely agree yeah um, head start, I wouldn't say as much because there's generations even within that have worked where the tried failed system, yada, yada, right? Very different than somebody who's coming off the boat, so to speak, last week. Right. Right. And so when, when you're looking at an outward comparison of what is this group that is immediately doing something and looks like they're sticking together more so than the black community yeah. is because you don't have that same establishment of momentum of what already is what may have tried and failed etc that's all i'm saying like yeah no i no, i'm not disagreeing and to put a button in it for tyrese it's because it, it, it it's because you have surrounded yourself with those people yeah mm-hmm. yes yes you have taken you surrounded yourself with, with those people so that's all you see and so when and and, and so when you try to reverse and go back and, and, and go back and take these ideas back. Niggas are looking at you crazy because your level of exposure is not such. Whether it's who you date, who, whatever, your level of exposure is different. That That is one of my favorite things about going to an HBCU. Nigga. That, no, that's the wrong one. That is the wrong <laughs> one. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> You said it. I'm just saying, like that was one of the the one all the all the things that we talk about. Oh, that's not in the black community. That's not in this or uh, black people don't do this. You're fucking wrong because we do. We're we're not monolithic. We as a community are not monolithic. I mean, sometimes there's a conversation to be had, but uh, all across the board, no, I agree with you. Yeah. So so Tyrese did that to himself. Like whatever he feels about the community is what. Is is what has he has visited upon the community that's coming back to him? That's how I feel. I feel like that. Do you do you remember Tropic Thunder fairly well? Yes. Yeah. When I hear conversations like this, I immediately go to when Tom Cruise is telling the Golden Triad, the Golden Triad, <laughs> "Hey, really? All right, man, go fuck yourself. Go fuck your face." And then just hanging up the phone mentally. Like I, I can't disassociate from a conversation faster when shit like that happens. We just have to, and he's becoming, he's become one of those niggas. We just have to stop talking to him. I liked him much better as an artist and as an actor before he started having thoughts and opinions and feelings about the world. And I really think he should go back to, he should just, he should, he should just delete all those system updates and go back to, uh, 1.0 Coca-Cola nigga. Uh, and shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up! Did we do it? Have we done a Have we done a podcast? Is this the end already? This is the end. This is it. That was Damn. the last STFU, bro. Oh wow, that's it. Fucking time travel. Yeah, man. Uh, thank everybody you, for you coming. You finally had to, one more person he wanted to tell to shut the fuck up. I think that's how he did. Felt. You? <laughs> nah, man. I, you know. Okay. Hey, no, who who am I? I was having fun. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you guys so much. Love, uh, uh, love having y'all here. Love y'all being here. Y'all show up every, y'all show up every week. Show up and show out. 
do not keep this program a secret. This was this episode was long as fuck, but I promise y'all y'all were entertained. Uh do not keep this program a secret. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And then tell them to tell a friend. Make it a make it a listening party. Make it a listening party. Just get drunk and listen to us uh be fucking degenerates. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, so I, I found a, a bingo card generator app. I'm going to generate opinions about Black Bingo. Okay. Uh, yeah, go for it. Actually. And, and there's I, a I there's a virtual link associated with the link that I found, so up to 50 people can play at a time. Oh boy. Okay, I was just gonna circulate it on the socials. Um, that's cool. Um, we got some stuff in store. Uh, plans for Valentine's Day? Y'all gonna be degenerates? Sleep. I don't do Valentine's Day. Yeah, I do not that, celebrate. That pause told me everything I the, needed to know. The corporate um, bullshit that Shut is pandered. De- the, what? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. That is that is all. What what is it? Uh oh. Yeah. C-A-P. 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 Flag on the play. Yeah. Flag on the play. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! Because you know what? If you weren't doing shit, you'd you'd been like this one right here. You'd sleep. He's gonna be sleep. Oh, doing shit. Yeah, no, that's he's gonna be outside. That's what he's gonna be. Yeah, we're gonna hear about how he ain't get no sleep. How he ain't get in until two in the morning. Somewhere making milk chocolate because you want to stir up somebody's soul. (laughs) (laughs) I would never. On that note, um, we'll be we'll be back next week. More foolishness, more fuckery. Y'all know how we do it. In the meantime, this has been. 251. Episode 251 of Opinions While Black. I have been Oz. Your boy has no name. And I am Redbone, Timothy Chalamet, also known as the Fluent One. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? In the meantime, uh, as always in parting, titties. You see that weather outside? Better hold them. Titty weather. Put them in your mouth. If you look at the clouds right there. Look at them. See how fluffy it is? Praise them. Do a little bit of body worship today before the first crack of a thunder. Look at the man. Tell that person across from you you like him. It don't matter if they do. Ladies, you can tell you do. You like his titties too. All titties matter. Bye, niggas. Oh.